Sir Gene never runs. What we don't have is talent. Hello and welcome to episode number 33 of Unrelenting for July 1st, 2022. I am Darren O'Neill. He is Sergei Nevtuliev of the Moscow Nevtuliev's. And you say you have uh, topics for today. Yeah. Did you see Howard Stern is pretending to run for president? <laughs> because he wants to be Donald Trump. As much as he pretends to hate Donald Trump, he wants to be Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that? I don't think he's serious, although a lot of people didn't think Trump was serious at first. They thought it was a uh, just a PR stunt because of the TV show he was doing at the time. The Apprentice was still going on, I believe. And nobody's going to vote for Stern. Well, some people would vote for Stern, but not enough to have him be a viable candidate. No, no. he's not liberal enough for liberals. No, but you don't have to be. The Baba Booey people would be like, oh, yeah, come on, Baba Booey. And and that demographic is fastly shrinking. The Baba Bui people are in their mid sixties right now. That's sad. And they're dying off. That is sad. They did a lot of drugs in their younger days. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been listening to Howard for way too long. I remember listening to Howard in high school. Right. That was when he was good. Mm-hmm. And he was at least different at the time. I mean, I'll give him the fact that he you don't mind if in. I eat some breakfast right now. Do you? Oh, sure. That you go, okay. go AMSMR, AES, whatever it is for all the folks <laughs> out there. But yeah, he was edgy then, but he did usher in a whole new genre of talk, mm-hmm. which is a, a lot of podcasters. Way more podcasters want to be Howard Stern than want to be Rush Limbaugh. I'll tell you that because everybody thinks they're funny. It's just part of the podcast. And he wasn't DNA. so much funny as he was wacky. Right. Well, then he was getting away with stuff nobody else was, and he mm-hmm. thought it was edgy, you know, for things to like, hey, we're bringing in strippers and porn stars, and you can listen to them on the radio. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, but you're kind of missing out what what people want to experience. Well, he's not right. No, I know. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have this concept going on here? Well, I do. I don't know about you. <laughs> this is, this is why right you here. always seem distracted during the shows. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I don't know. It's uh. I don't think that it's yeah, going I think it's to publicity. I think he's just trying to trying to raise his numbers on XM, which nobody listens to XM anymore because they're all listening to podcasts. Why would anybody pay for radio? Mm-hmm. You know, at least not for that. Now, I believe Stern, just like I believe my buddy Jonathan Brandmeier, who came mm-hmm. back for a while during COVID and did a show once a week, you know, basically turned into a podcaster. I believe he could if he wanted to monetize it. He went the, the wrong route and started doing ads, which really and podcasting kind of sucks. But he has mm. enough of a base where I think he could go the value for value model, which is just have a you know subscription if you want to mm-hmm. go the if you want to kind of meld the value for value with the old fashioned model. That's what you do. You go okay, it's a subscription, five bucks a month, whatever it is. But Stern, yeah, I think that. This isn't going to cheapen the presidential race in any way more than having Donald Trump in it would. I don't know if Stern, I can see Stern being enough of an egomaniac 
where this is the perfect situation for him because he can pretend then if he gets blown out of the water that he was just doing it for fun and that it was just a PR stunt. But I think there's part of him that's thinking if that asshole Trump could win, maybe I could too. Well, there's a problem. He'd have to quit his radio day job to actually run because of the equal access laws. You don't think he could then just change the law once he becomes with presidential decree that he but could he, just he would have to win first. Right. That's, and to do that, he'd have to run, which means uh, he couldn't do his radio show for next year. That's true. Next two years. And was that? No, they wouldn't have to. Depending how uh, you have to have no other. That's not true because people are still like governors and stuff when they're running for president. No, no, no. It's not about your current job. It's about because radio. he's on the radio because it's mm-hmm. then the yeah the equal time mm-hmm. it would be the ultimate it's in a the, law to prevent people that are TV or radio personalities from running it is the ultimate campaign ability just to talk to the yeah. people to, although you could do that on social media now so I don't know you could but then you get kicked off but you could do it as a podcaster I mean that's I mean, that's an interesting thing because if he wasn't on the radio and is yep. really XM the radio. Because there's a you if you're a candidate, you could put out a three hour podcast every day. Nobody's going to stop you from doing that. I would love to see XM argue that they're not radio <laughs> and have their advertising just completely disappear. But yes, we're not radio. But your name is XM radio. But we're not radio. Mm-hmm. We're something totally different. But it's a delivery method, which is the intriguing part, because you don't need a radio to get the howard stern program yeah you could certainly just stream it live for sure yeah you can get it on your phone you can get it on your tablet you can get it on your desktop although i think you need the xl okay, subscription boomer. i'm i still use a desktop doesn't everybody doesn't everybody have a desktop computer? you're talking about radio and desktop in the same breath doesn't, okay is, boomer it's not how everybody listens to radio is you mm-hmm. get your you get your uh, big pc you tune that into whatever you tune it into you know you get a big antenna on the house and then you pull in the signals from uh yeah Kevin and you lay Musk. back on your shades lounge yes and right listen to your pc radio now you finally figured it out mm-hmm. i think it works well clearly that's uh stern's demographic though um yeah i would say that it's an interesting diversion and i think it is nothing more than a publicity stunt but in howard's heart in his mind he may think he's got a chance he may think he's got a shot because you know the amount of dwarf tossing and blackface <laughs> that he's done yeah but that was at a different a time are you kidding i mean donald trump throws ketchup allegedly at a wall and people go ape shit howard mm-hmm. stern throws dwarves no no mm-hmm. that's fine because he's he's liberal so it's fine now you can do anything you want if your policies He'd get me too'd and canceled so quickly. Yeah. But you know, he thinks he's smarter than Donald Trump. So mm-hmm. that's probably making him seethe that that guy won. And he's just. I've a, never met a liberal who doesn't think he's smarter than Donald Trump. Yeah, that's true. But you ask them for answers to the questions and they're like, I don't know. Well, you look at their tax statements at the end of the year and you can tell who's the smart one. The. Uh, the guy in charge of all this, the Fed chair, what's his name? I always forget his name. Um, Powell. Weird Al. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. It should be Weird Al. That would be better. Yeah. 
when he was just on some kind of panel here, there was clips that are going around the, uh, the usual places. Mm-hmm. When asked about why inflation is running rampant, he blamed people not getting vaccinated. That was his reason. Oh, of course. Because, you mm-hmm. know, supply chains, and we really thought that everybody was going to run right out and get the vaccine and then get back to work and everything would be fine. But those bad people didn't do that. So that was the reason for inflation. But I yeah. mean, of course, nobody asked him like, um, yeah, but that that COVID stuff was going on under Trump and inflation didn't start going up until, you know, Joe Biden started a war with the fossil fuel industry. Mm hmm. Nobody asked that, but exactly. see, it's it's you bad people who did not get vaccinated. You're the problem. You're why gas is going up. You're why food is going up. I just saw a thing last night that said, looking at the latest stats from the CDC, 40% of the people that were recorded to have been infected with the last variant of COVID we had, which was what, Omicron? Yeah, that is the latest, yeah. allegedly. 40% uh, had more than one vaccine shot. I can see that. And they knew once the variant started coming out that what they were calling breakthrough cases, I don't think that was really a good word for it, but it's the same thing we've all understood, I think. Well, maybe not all. But anybody that has looked at how the flu vaccines have worked for the last 20 years. Yeah, they don't work. They have much better seasons than others because to get a vaccine for any kind of bug like that, you have to guess which variants and whatever that you're getting in the United States. You're looking like six. It takes months for these things to be produced. Yeah. And sometimes they get they get it fairly right and the flu cases go down, but a lot of times they're wrong. They're off. And if you're not exactly right, they don't work. So the minute these things go and uh, have any kind of variants and they mutate at all, then the amount of protection you have from getting sick way down Yeah, with the original COVID, the one that was getting into people's lungs and basically drowning them and killing them. You know, that seems to be long gone. The variants that are out there now are sticking more in the throat and not causing severe illness, which, again, you're back to kind of uh, you should be dealing with it like well, the flu. evolution, actually. Right. Because if a virus kills, it has too high a mortality rate. Then that virus doesn't get an, a chance to reproduce. Right. You're like, oh, wait, wait, we're too severe. So the best viruses are like your common cold. It's always going to be around. It's never going to disappear because it hardly affects the uh, the people that it utilizes to reproduce itself. Which would make sense. Just some sneezing, a little bit of a sore throat, and you're done. So when you were looking at something, I mean, this is not polio. You know, this is not something right. that's a fairly stable disease. It's like it's a mm-hmm. virus that's mutating so fast. It's impossible to stay ahead of it. And everybody that seems to be getting it now, except for Dr. Fauci. And I, I kind of feel bad because as much as I think the guy's a, uh, should be dead, a puppet. Yes, I well, <laughs> that's, I don't wish anybody dead. I do. But the interesting thing was, is he took the magical Pfizer drug. So not only now 
Do we have issues with the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna causing issues with massive side effects? But now we have the drug that Pfizer came out with that was supposed to be the game changer, even for people who aren't Mm -hmm. vaccinated. Well, if you get sick, boom, you take this. What's it? Plaxivit or some kind of name. Or that may be something completely different. But you take the Pfizer (laughs) COVID drug and you're going to knock it right out and it's going to keep you out of the hospital and everything's going to be fine. Well, it seems that a lot of people taking this Pfizer drug, the symptoms disappear. According to Fauci, after like three or four days, he was testing negative again, but then bam, it came back and it came back stronger, which is also a very uh, concerning Mm -hmm. problem where, okay, so the drug not only didn't make you better, it actually increased the symptoms on the boomerang effect. And I mean, I get it for people in their 80s, but I'm happy now when the uh, doctor thought my mom had it, where didn't go for the magic Pfizer drug. And that's what they told me when I said, yeah, I got it. I got the positive test anyway. And they're like, well, if it gets any worse, we'll give you a uh, a Z pack and a steroid. Mm-hmm. Nobody was like, we're going to give you this uh, Pfizer drug, which I'm really happy now. Well, at this point, I think the doctors realize that while we can't sue Pfizer, we can sure as fuck sue the people that prescribe this stuff. This is true. So we want to make sure we're well. And some doctors actually want to do what's right for their patients. You know, Mm. there are some good doctors out there. Mm. Okay, you can't go against every doctor in the world. Every single last one. There's not one good doctor. Well, there are some doctors that don't have any borders. I hear they're pretty good. (laughs) Well, you you don't want borders. You want to be able to travel around freely, Mm -hmm. but that's all a mess. And most people, though, now getting the COVID, I know my niece finally got it and she was a little Mm -hmm. concerned. But I mean, like you, when you got it, she uh, she went to New Orleans with my uh, sister Mm -hmm. for a few days. It's like, well, there you go. New Orleans, that'll that'll do it. Florida got you. New Orleans got them. I mean, I didn't even get to go anywhere fun except a breakfast place here to get it. I think it was just the travel bit. I mean, I I really, I don't think I got COVID in Florida. I think I got COVID on the flight from Florida. It's very possible. Timing wise, I had nothing, no, like no indicators at all. Uh, I flew back on Friday. I had a perfectly normal weekend. It wasn't until Monday afternoon that I started feeling something. Which makes sense. Because so that doesn't sound like if I would have had gotten in Florida, I would have gotten hit over the weekend. I think you are certainly in close quarters on an airplane, although from day one, there has been people arguing just what kind of yeah. airflow and what kind of uh, I'm in trying to petition them to like block off the airflow in airplanes between the surf class and the first class because I just don't trust the air back there. You don't trust the air from those who you can't afford to pay first class rates. Is that Correct. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Who knows what kind of air they've been breathing? Well, the same, the same air you've been breathing, I think. What kind of infections they might have gotten. You never know what kind of infections they have gotten. No. Yeah. Stay this, tuned for new products coming out of the Surgene product line, including canned air. This is absolutely true. It's a true product. As we, I am uh, all kidding aside. I am, I am very actively right now working on a, a whole set of products for the coming future. 
and we will stay tuned to uh yeah find out what those are it won't be advertising on this podcast but there sure as hell will be plugs for products <laughs> that sounds like advertising where's my cut when this, yeah. when this all blows I'll give you up a discount that's i want my cut man i'll promote it and uh while, while hey, you, you we could talk about you promoting on, on the shows that actually get an audience that, right those that, shows we can talk <laughs> that's about. where you want the plug and uh-huh uh, I will say right before no agenda starts. Yes. The rock and roll pre-show. That's when you brought get, to you by Sir Gene's products for the future. Yeah. Go to Sir Gene.com slash uh-huh. and don't forget to use promo code Darren O to get <laughs> an right, extra exactly. 15% off. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's the way it works. And uh, I mean, we'll be doing our, our donation segment a little bit later, but I just want to say thanks to whoever Rose frog is who has been streaming and boosting Satoshi's since right before the show started. And we're up to about looks like three hundred and then fifteen thousand satoshis, and they just keep so coming you're in. I should probably fix my. You might, at some point, you might want to turn that on. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to be. I mean, just get a Albi address or something that's constant that you can use as a fallback. Wouldn't be a bad you idea. You need a fallback. I fucking pay twenty bucks a month for this thing. Well, then you should be getting it fixed. <laughs> you should be getting it fixed. Uh, yeah, they had some issues that they needed to sort out. This is an interesting time for all of this stuff because there is some real money starting to go through this system and it's still being treated as right. It's a beta thing and you could lose your money at any time. I mean, anytime I think we talked about on the last show where uh, the podcasting 2.0 show with Adam Curry and Dave Jones, Mm -hmm. somebody Pitar sent in 5 million Satoshis, which was a little little over a thousand bucks. Now, if that gets lost, you know, people, it's understandable if a buck or two gets lost here and there. Yeah. But if a thousand gets lost, that's a little more annoying. It's, um, yeah, that's when you start thinking maybe PayPal's not such a bad thing after all. <laughs> yeah, maybe the fees aren't the worst. Uh, the money is just there. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting system to watch. No doubt about it. All right. Let me see what I got here. Uh, oh, nope. It is working. Holy shit. People are sending real sets. Yes. We What's enjoy real sets. Yeah. No, I'm looking at 20 sets, 21 sets, 22 sets, 20 sets, 20 sets, 20 sets. It is the unrelenting yeah. podcast and friends Sir Gene. And it's a, it's a beautiful way to get people on just going in these small amounts, because this is something that we've talked about since day one, mm-hmm. which is you don't need people to spend a ton of no. money to make this a worthwhile enterprise. But if everybody in the word chip in, I know Adam hates, but if everybody would get on one of these apps and even just give a few pennies every minute, it's like when the audience gets big enough, then it all sustains itself and nobody's really paying a whole lot. I mean, most of these donations equal zero cents because the, the number of 20 sats is less than a penny. It's less than half a penny. Yeah. What is one? One cent today is 47.2 sats. Yeah. One cent. Yeah. So one cent from what year? Right now. This is a direct, the uh, conversion. One cent right now is 47.18 sats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, But I do see a couple donations for $4.54. So that's probably a $10 donation. Yeah, they get split between magically. Between the network and you and me. 
And that's also a beautiful thing about this whole system is that you don't have to do the accounting and separate it out. And then I have to take the money and then pay you. And then there's taxes involved. Forget and yeah. Am I supposed to pay you? I'm not really sure. People keep saying Mm -hmm. that uh, they want less gene more anybody, but, Uh but to be fair, looking at just uh, the past week or two, this is your best running show uh, that doesn't have music. They are all equalizing except for random mm-hmm. thoughts people hate me when i'm by myself mm, really yeah that was my favorite show man you know it, it gets to the point better there's less rambling involved it's it's cons- i don't even have to accelerate the the speech that much on that one i just have to boost the uh timber because yeah i do get to the point i talk fairly quickly i do not ramble around uh with a lot of pauses in there and i don't even believe it or not i don't run a silence filter on random thoughts so that's just me Mm-hmm. And most of the time I might pause once or twice during a show if I really flub like a name or something or if I'm like, I really just want some coffee. But it's quite often a pretty much a straight through take. So it's fun. It's fun to do that. Oh, wow. I, Holy shit. I, I think all my channels are now. I need to get some channels, man. You got to get they're channels. All, they're all full. Oh, yeah, you got to get those. You got to get more channels so the sats can keep flowing, which was what uh, Adam was worried about with the thousand dollar boost. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is you're you're filling us up, baby. It's more than the channel's worth. Yeah, because my channel with podcast index is 20 bucks. Well, it used to be 60. Now it's 20. Yeah, filling up. I was so, um, I was looking yeah. at the stats for the shows just over the last two weeks, because over the last two weeks, I've been doing the four different shows, you know, plus mm-hmm. the rock and roll pre-show, but the four normal podcasts and mm-hmm. uh, Planet Rage, Unrelenting and Grumpy Old Ben's were all just right under that 800 to 1000 complete downloads. And then you have to look at all the mm. partial downloads, but they were all they were all equalizing. Mm. So tell a friend about all of those shows and random thoughts if you're listening to this one. But mostly this one. Yeah, boost those audiences yeah. up. So basically, people just want to hear me. doesn't really matter who I'm talking to. They just want to hear me talk to somebody, but not just me. So it's not like they just want to hear me because then they would go to random thoughts. But, but they want to hear it's me. Actually, they want to hear your reaction. Could be. Because generally, when you're doing a show with somebody else, you're more of the reacting guy than the main speaking. We're always trying to bring the boom. Or something, yeah. So this is a funny thing. So the number of sats that I've got in here has gone way up, but dollar amount is almost exactly where it was half a year ago. Because everything has crashed. Yeah. So so I've gotten enough sats to bring back the value of the account <laughs> to where it was when I had like a third of the sats. Well, just wait when this goes up to a million dollars a Bitcoin. Well, that's what I'm waiting on. And uh, they're right. We'd all be in good shape if that goes up to uh, a million bucks of Bitcoin. Well, I mean, if we can convince Putin to start using Bitcoin, you know, this thing's going to go up. Well, I mean, you're the guy with the connection there. So I know make that happen. Yeah. A lot of people don't know you're like second or third in line. If Putin goes, it's uh, Gene and uh, President Gene. I'm I'm way beyond second or third. I can tell you that. You're, You're up to like what? fourth fifth what happened Mm. (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sorry we probably can't talk about that on this show i understand Uh, 
Prank podcast. Prank podcast. <laughs> there was a scam. I thought this was interesting. One yeah. of the guys that I follow a little bit on YouTube who mm-hmm. runs a record store down in South Carolina or something like mm-hmm. that was talking about a scam on Discogs, which is the largest marketplace out there. It's not an eBay in the sense that it's an auction site. Mm-hmm. It's not an auction site, but this is where a lot of people list vinyl records for sale. It's kind of the okay. vinyl marketplace. And I think it's the largest vinyl marketplace on the internet. And he was like, this album came up that he's been wanting for a long time. And it was like a really good price. So he's like, I go through and I try to pay and it won't let me pay because it was saying it was in Ukraine mm. and that it wouldn't process the payment because of the unrest in Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So he starts emailing back and forth with the guy and the guy's like, well, you could just use my PayPal address direct. And before he ended up paying the guy, the guy who actually owned the Discogs account emailed him as like, my account was hacked. There's scams going on. People are using this because right. they know. So they take these albums that are really expensive. They put them out there for good prices. People then want them. And the payment mm-hmm. fails because they put in that they're from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And then that's how they get them to send the money to a different address. So it's a pretty that's brilliant. Yeah. It's a great scam. Really, yeah. when it comes down to it, oh, that is pretty good. Well, I, I just, uh, I guess I got, I didn't get scammed. I just sold a spaceship yesterday. Oh, so yeah. There have been so, no boost from a uh, user nub and no people are in the troll room at uh, mm. trollroom.io when we do these shows live. Mm-hmm. And we know Sir Nubbin had been able to boost before, but I don't know. Something happened to the app. This is also mm. the problem with, uh, some of the podcasting 2.0 is that when things don't work there's not a number to call to be like hey trying to send money to my mom in the ukraine yeah y'all but uh, i thought that was a very interesting way to scam it's new anyway like hmm. no it won't the money won't go through because i'm in the and you want to help support people in ukraine so but i'll just yeah. give you my paypal right. address direct so, like that's any different if you're actually in Ukraine. So let me see if I can open up a new thousand dollar channel here. Gene doing behind the scenes Satoshi work, the work of the Lord. If you want to learn more about podcasting 2.0, go to new podcast apps.com or new to podcast apps. Yeah, definitely. Right. Whichever. So let's see if this works. I'm trying it right from my phone. I don't know if this is going to work. I've never tried to open a new channel from my phone. Well, then you could try boosting random thoughts, R-E-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com. Try boosting that 500 bucks and I'll tell you if it comes through. Okay. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> it's the only yeah, way to go. It looks like none of my channels go to that channel. So oh, really? Like you know, yeah. I, I, it's a good channel though. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is more popular than Sergene Speaks. Oh, I don't know about that. People are flocking to it. I hear they play them both at the same time, and well, maybe they play uh, play both. Yeah, one in the left uh, okay. channel, one in the right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm sure somebody's playing that that way. All right, well, it's still trying. Anyway, let's uh, move on, shall we? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, so, um, Supreme Court's on fire. What's going on? What's going on? Um, people don't understand how our nation is set up and i was just 
having this conversation with my wife this morning, which is sounds like a Supreme Court insurrection to me. Uh, why don't we jail those people or something? Well, they should. I mean, yeah. the, the folks that had to be uh, tear gassed, mm-hmm. what that was in Arizona at the state capitol, I believe, where they had to be yeah. tear gassed. That sounds like more than an insurrection. They were being gassed. They, they, they were, you know, like they were trying to get in. What's going on? Kind of sounds like it, right? It sounds like they should definitely be jailed. But I mean, I really do believe the problem in the United States is one, people are ignorant and just don't care, but they don't right. understand the system. So you're not even having the same argument. The people that are saying they want abortion to be legal. Well, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with Roe versus Wade. And I know that seems crazy to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it doesn't because it becomes a state issue. And the Supreme Court did not say you can't have abortions. Florida, um, Florida might not, but uh, uh, California, Illinois, New York, abortions are way, way legal. Come have them for any reason you want. Right. The Supreme Court did not say they can't do that. They just said mm-hmm. it's up to the individual states. And a lot of people think that the United States is some horribly oppressive country when it comes to abortion. Look at Europe. I think mm-hmm. 47 of the European nations have uh, more uh, more strict laws mm-hmm. on abortion than we do in the United States. So explain to me how then the United States is bad. But these people that are out there protesting, these fucking imbeciles have no idea about any of that. Mm-hmm. So you can't have the debate because they don't even understand what they're debating. It is kind of sad. It is. No, I, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of people that just are used to talking in uh, how long. I don't even know how long the videos on uh, which we call it are 30 seconds or whatever. Like on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which TikTok again, this is interesting to me mm-hmm. that the uh, Trump administration was trying to block TikTok, get it kicked out of the Apple store, you know, the Android store, get it just totally banned. And everybody thought that was horrible. Well, guess what the Biden administration is trying to do now? They're trying to get TikTok banned because they realize now Trump was right again that TikTok is more than just a cesspool that allows your daughters to dance half naked and mm-hmm. post it to the world. But it's uh, collecting way more personal data than they're saying. And this was something I brought up from like minute one, which is this is an app that is basically being run by not only a foreign nation, but uh, a very questionable foreign nation in China that could use this information for a whole lot of things because they have access to your contacts, they have access to your GPS location, they have access to. We know so with that, everything you're doing within your day, yeah, they have access to. And my thing was always like, well, then this would be really good for like blackmailing politicians and stuff, where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. look, I noticed this politician's TikTok and this politician's TikTok were at the same no tell motel for the same time, these 20 different times. You know, it's uh, you know, you can really get a lot of good blackmailing material if you can get all of that kind of data off of people's phones and it's now in the hands of the chinese government for everybody that's using tiktok which if you're using but tiktok let you're me a ask moron. you this though hey, you are a moron if you use tiktok that's totally true but how much worse is it really to have that data be in the hands of the chinese government versus the u.s government not much to be fair 
I just think that the U.S. government has way more capability to blackmail than the Chinese government. Maybe for different reasons, though. Although I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say that the United States government would be more uh, moral when it comes to what they would do with the with the data. I think both governments are equally pragmatic on this count. But it is something that you need to know about all apps is that they're not just a little thing you put on your phone and then you may right. forget about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing something that is blackmailable, like taking photos of yourself with hookers and uh, heroin needles, Hunter Biden, uh, maybe having that on TikTok and having the Chinese government be able to blackmail is not a good thing. I mean, no, it's it's much better. Just put it on TikTok; it saves them the work of trying yeah. to to dig into it. Well, I thought once you install TikTok, it's just running the camera nonstop for you. And then just it finds it uses AI to find the best 30 second segments. I wouldn't doubt that. Which is why I was intrigued. And I don't know if this is on every Android phone or if it's just the Samsung ones, because I know the software Uh is a little bit different. But recently, I mean, maybe over the last year or so, they do have a new feature which pops up, which is like um, there's these apps that you have on your phone that you gave them permissions, but that you haven't used in X amount of days. So we're going to sleep them now. So they don't have those permissions. Right. Which is a really good idea, but you should never give them the, uh, the permissions in the first place because that's where you get into trouble. Okay. So I was just waiting for the point of that. Yes, that's all true. I would agree that it's a good idea for your apps not have permission. And don't give, I mean, it's always hilarious when, Mm. The earliest one that I remember was, hey, it's a flashlight app. You want a flashlight app. It'll turn the light of your phone on mm-hmm. by installing this flashlight app. We'd like to request permission to your contacts, to your GPS location, to your. <laughs> and it's like, right, exactly. <clears throat> oh, no. yeah. I, I just I was I hate installing Adobe software. It is one of the worst pieces of shit software products out there. You mean Android the, or Adobe? Adobe. OK. And it is. The most Snoopy software in the world. Oh, uh, Snoopy. I like him and uh, the little birdies. With. But I mean, it, it does. It does what you need it to do. But the installer is the, the crappy part. So I thought, OK, well, I'm not currently I'm paying for Adobe. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm still out like hundreds of dollars a year. I just don't use it because I fucking hate it. But <laughs> the I, I, I'm reinstalling on the new computer. I had to figure out what i want to do for pdf so i'm like well i could go with a third-party pdf thing which is what i used to do i'm like but what if i just get like pdf reader maybe that'll be better so i get pdf reader which is the crippled version from adobe to install it download it and it's like okay well go ahead and install it no options on this installer it's just a you launch it and it's installing and you see the little progress bar installing, downloading, and installing Adobe Reader, McAfee Virus Software Protection, oh, some other yeah. piece of shit thing. Like three fucking products that I didn't ask for get installed along with Adobe. And then Adobe sticks in a. Um, Are you sure you're not doing this with a pirated installer? Because I've never literally had doing anything. it off the Adobe. You just don't notice these things. You're not a tech guy. <laughs> you you look at all these things. Well, this this I mean this is true. Like the, that was the ironic part of grumpy old old uh, Ben's Benz, yeah. is that neither one of you actually were Ben's. So yeah, I was a web kind of designer, funny. baby. Yes, exactly. You were a web designer, not a Ben. 
And he was a software tester, not a Ben. So yeah. Anyway, and I and I actually wrote software. So um my point I mean, you with also this wrote is, a book, but nobody bought it. So did it really did I did, it really I that's the total bullshit. I bought over a thousand copies. Well, you are your biggest fan. There's no question <sighs> about that. Yes, and then I'll have plenty of paper to burn when when the end days come and, and we have to light fires the old fashioned way. That is true. Yes. Um no, my point with this is so it it installs an extension into your browser, again, from the Adobe installer. And the browser now, because of all the stuff happening, uh, you know, they've they've got enough security controls in there. But the browser say, oh, would you like to give this extension permission to read all your websites, to save all your passwords? To I mean, it's just like basically, yes, give everything to fucking Adobe extension on my browser. What the fuck? Adobe is the most malicious piece of software you can install right now that is a legit piece of software. Like you'd have to go out and track down uh you know some uh shareware third party virus written crap to try and beat what Adobe's doing <laughs> as a legitimate company allegedly. I think you're getting uh, pirated oh. versions of this. Either that or it's their individual well, if Adobe, If the Adobe website has pirated versions on their websites, it then may. that's what I'm getting. Well, see, because I only install through the Creative Cloud app, which is the thing you get when you get the yeah. uh, subscription. When you install the Creative Cloud app, you yeah. give all rights to your computer to it. It will let you know what rights you have left on your computer. It never installed any antivirus. It never installed mm-hmm. anything that uh, I didn't want. But okay, maybe- do this right now. Do this right now. Yes. Right click on your toolbar. Select task manager, click on the processes tab, and tell me how many things have the word Adobe that are running in the background right now. I know there's a couple that run for there. Mm-hmm. Let's see, processes. Mm-hmm. Can I, let's see, is there a search here? Uh, Just alphabetical, sort them by name. Oh, well, this was a bad idea. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Something just beeped. That was, was. I didn't hear anything on the stream. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Under apps, I have. Uh, Adobe Audition, but that's because that's what's recording the show. Mm-hmm. Background processes. Let's see. I have um nothing with. Oh wait, here we have Bit Defender. Yeah, that's running, and then we have the Adobe Collaboration. That's between their mm-hmm. stuff. Adobe Genuine Software. Mm-hmm. Adobe IPC broker which makes their stuff huh. run together but mm-hmm. i don't see anything uh that says i've got uh, mcafee or uh or any of that other stuff i mean i know when you install adobe that you're going to get adobe just like i don't really understand why in the processes of the background stuff for like bit defender there's like 15 different ones i've got like 12 different brave browsers and just you only got one browser open i mean that's it's just the way yeah, Windows works. Yeah, sounds to me like your system's totally infected because I don't have. I have one Brave I've browser got open. Five Google Chromes open, even though I've only got one Chrome window open. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm not running Chrome. I've got Motu Discovery twice for some reason. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I have two Motu Discoveries as well. I don't know what that's all about. Crappy software running, but the uh. If you look at the Adobe stuff, 
there is absolutely no reason they ought to be running stuff when there's no soft because when you quit out of edition but i am running a the drink. exact yeah but when you quit out the exact same shit will still be running in the background yeah no they have like, some background stuff that runs and you can stop it from running if you want to i mean uh, it's mainly luck. the uh stuff that's It'll looking for their updates and all this other crap oh yeah yeah because it's really important really super important to update daily for adobe products no i didn't say it was important to update no. daily but that's what it's They're there fuckers. for they are one of the worst software companies out there. They put intrusive stuff that collects way too much information about you. A, a huge part of the Adobe uh, product line or their not product line of their uh, revenue is derived from advertising. And they are collecting that shit on you when you have their products installed. Everybody like is. Them. Well, don't use the everybody then. Use the <laughs> ones that don't. Windows is. Microsoft is. No, Windows has all the permissions shit. It asks you when you install it, would you like to do this? And you say no. Well, this is why there are, and I don't know if I've run it on this machine, to be fair. There's the, uh, there are different programs that kind of go out that let you change all those settings in one place mm-hmm. with all of the, uh, the windows, which I need to do that too. But everything wants to collect data. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that, but it doesn't install like other company. I've never seen adobe not with the creative cloud maybe with an individual pdf or something they're pimping out and doing deals with uh mcafee antivirus or yeah something. i'm, I've I'm never sure that's that. a deal that they've got with uh specifically because it's free right you don't need to have a paid subscription to use adobe reader correct well they but, want you but to use every reader. other company that has bundled products that it it did a deal with will have a little checkbox That'll say, oh, would you like to install this too? Which is usually what I get when this I install shit anything. This installs McAfee without a warning. It just does it. You'll have it to provide you proof of that. It. I don't buy that one for a Download minute. it right now. Do it live on the podcast. Just download Adobe Reader and go ahead and hit install. Let's see. It'll, Adobe Reader. It'll, it won't install it because it'll say you already have Adobe products installed. But when you click on it, you'll see that it has McAfee in there. Come on for McAfee. That's why I like the uh, chocolatey package manager you familiar with that no not at all it is a way to install and uninstall software on windows that is much like you would do it in a uh, a linux environment yeah Mm -hmm. and the chocolatey it cuts down all of that so all of these programs you bring up a good point because there is the windows store which i've never used but theoretically exists yes we know the windows store is there theoretically right i mean i've seen it pop up and ask me stuff to be fair i've never used it either which just shows you how useful the windows (laughs) store is it's super useful let's see if i can get adobe uh reader through the windows store holy shit they do have it in here i wonder if the version you get in the windows store doesn't have that intrusive crap in there acrobat reader because it's coming yeah adobe acrobat reader dc uh install sure i'll do it right now who cares it's downloading 376 megs now you see when you when you're generating this 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 is the nefarious part because when i clicked on download Mm -hmm. what you'll see is a big blue button for download acrobat reader on the right side look Uh at the left optional offers and you have to click yes install mcafee 
install. So they're doing it before you download it. They're making oh, you choose. Okay, okay, okay. So you're it's gonna blame me, babe. Or you're you're basically saying it's my fault because I didn't pay attention to download button. Well, I'm saying it's both of your fault because one, <laughs> this is a very nefarious way to do it rather than when the installer pops uh-huh. up going, Yeah, do you want this? This is contrary to standard usability standards. Yes. Well, and it's also because then if somebody else hot links to a download then it's going to have it in it and you're not going to have any choice okay so it just said installed it didn't even pop up an installer when i did it from the microsoft store it's like magic let's let's see if i run it oh okay well that seems to work um but that is i mean that is horrible i'll give you that the fact that yeah you have to unclick it before you download because nobody and i've got crappy eyes so i'm just seeing the big blue button and i'm going oh download reader i'm not understanding that oh take mcafee and mcafee sucks too so i mean i don't know uh yeah yeah yeah, for sure um that is pretty crappy what was the big what was the big pdf reader back in the day fox it and that thing just turned into a big freaking bloated mess too it was like at the time it was like hey it's the low you know very streamlined pdf reader that just works and then it, they turn that into bloated crap which all software companies seem to want to do to most of their softwares turn it into bloated free crap. money i mean that's what it comes down to is it's like after the software gets developed the marketing people are like hey we figured out a way to get some extra cash and it costs us nothing how do we do that i just sign a deal with these guys and they'll give us some cash and then we Let's can push their product I mean, it doesn't even matter what they do. They're just willing to give us money so we can stick in a bit of code. And douches, uh, boostograms, a thousand sats with let's start a fund to get gene and antivirus software. Do you run AV? What do I you don't run, run antivirus. No, really? You're running no. free. You're running your raw dog in the internet. I am raw dog in the internet. <laughs> There's a show title. If I've ever heard one. Um, yes, because this computer isn't used for anything other than what we're doing on it right now. And a couple of video games. Now, the, I don't whip. I don't whip surf on here. That's very smart. What, I have the Mac for that. Is the Mac up and running now? Is that the Mac mini yet? You got that going? No. <laughs> What's going hey, on with one that? step at a time? OK, we're <laughs> yes. on the Motu. That should be enough for you. The Mac mini that I got over a month ago is still sitting in its box. I need to get it on. Unpa- I have, I bought a monitor for it. I got a 43 inch monitor for it, but that I haven't hooked plus. up the computer yet. Yeah, I, what I what I need is a uh, do they anybody make a uh, a switch a KVM whatever they call them right that's KVM. Yeah. Um, there are software KVMs that work quite well that I use that are Mac and PC both at the same time. Yeah, because that's what I would like yeah. to be able to have yeah, my yeah. three monitors and then choose one system or kind of combine mm-hmm. the two because that would be fun. Yeah, so they will they will let you just like in fact the way I had it set up is I had the the Mac to the right of the PC monitor. So I could literally just drag the mouse from the PC edge of the screen to the Mac edge of the screen. Oh, and it just magically and goes. it magically is in the Mac side then at the point. Yeah. So same keyboard, same mouse doesn't matter which system pretty slick. Um, I technically, I still have that computer. It's the old Mac mini. Now I have the new Mac mini, but I haven't migrated anything yet. Oh, what do you do with the old Mac mini? I don't know. It's just sitting here. I'll probably throw it away. <laughs> no, send it. If you're going to throw it away, send it to me. It'll be a good podcasting box, man. Yeah, play with that thing. If you 
Hey, I, I play with probably do that. I mean, it's got an SSD and it's a nice seven quad core, I think. Hey, I mean, if I'll play with Raspberry Pis, I'll find a use for any little box. I mean, that sounded way dirty. A lot more powerful than a. Yeah, I, I'm sure you will play with any old box. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a lot more powerful than, you know, than a Raspberry Pi is. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't was originally, like I don't think it'd be very good for mining Bitcoin. No. Other than that. Well, I was originally thinking it would be good to get a uh, the Mac Mini just for doing the podcasting because that mm-hmm. is one thing in the room that makes noise when yeah. your recording is a desktop Windows, you know, where the Mac Minis are silent, but the software now and the gates and mm-hmm. everything, I'm not even sure it's needed. When I did Planet yep. Rage with Larry on Monday, it was like a thousand degrees, I guess, in California. Mm. And I could hear the air conditioning going in the background, you know, even cutting through his gate yeah. at times. And he's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll turn it off. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to test out these uh, new isotope filters. And they oh, yeah. work like a charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a pretty good job. Well, the, the headset that I used last time we talked, which obviously the mic is tiny. It's a headset mic. It's not a big old fat mic like the RE320 um so there there is a difference in sound for sure but the dsp portion of that thing it does have that built in to where you can turn on noise reduction and you can you like you can literally hear it working where you know you've got some constant monotone drone in the background and it takes it about two maybe maybe one or two seconds and then it just fades away yes it it's filters not there anymore it's gone mm-hmm and so it's kind of like the old Bose headsets that I've been wearing on planes for decades, but much better. Well, and I will say with a little tweaking to the EQ, I thought you sounded great on the recording of the last podcast. I mean, yeah, but, but not live. No, live was saying. a little off. Yeah. There was yeah. no question about it. Um, comic strip blogger boost, tell Russian citizenship holder to use Microsoft edge as PDF reader. Edge has even PDF yes. annotations. Okay, no, he is absolutely right. He's absolutely right. That's what I've been doing. Wow. So you, you know, and CSB I, agree on something. This is I, a kumbaya look, moment. CSB and I agree on most things. He just happens to be wrong about Ukraine. That's all. <laughs> but said, on most other things, I think he's actually right. PDF annotations and drawing even built in. On, yes, uh, it does. And he's absolutely right. It, it works very well. The problem I have is. I, I have to work on fairly complex PDFs quite often, contracts. And so you get into areas where I need to actually not just draw on top of it, but do some editing. And that's where getting like reader is the bare minimum that'll let me do something like that. If I really wanted to, I'd full, put in the full, you know, Adobe. The whole suite. Uh, what, right, is Acro- the, what is the non-reader Pro. called? It's Acrobat just Acrobat Pro. Pro yeah. yeah, I think. Pro DC or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, uh-huh. I do that. Which it does and some amazing things. I mean, I and do I will install it. that full suite on the Mac. I will say on the Mac, the Adobe suite is not as intrusive as it is on the PC. On the PC, it is just ridiculously intrusive. Well, I think that the Mac infrastructure is still better for keeping apps apart. Yeah, yeah. Like Apple won't let them do a lot of the shit at Windows. Right. Windows. Well, because there's no registry, like, which yeah. is a big part of the yeah. problem where things are being scraped from, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I'm not a Ben or anything, but I think that's one of the biggest issues with well, Windows. Well, and you're not a Ben, but I did ask you for some tech support here. That's true. So there you go. <laughs> you sent me some registry files. 
to get the so Motu. that's uh well, yeah that's still the that makes the Motu. That, that is the magic part of the Motu. and this this goes back to i understand the pretty box the road procaster 2 that just came out and yeah. i get that it's a fun little thing to play with and yeah. adam has his uh, sound dialed in now and sounding really good it might just be going mm-hmm. back to the electro voice microphone but it sounds I, good. I would tend to agree since that was the mic that I got him using. Yes. Well, he stole yours the originally. He told did me. steal mine. He did. Yeah. He, he, well, I, I told him you have to try this. And then he, well, he tried, tried it. Says, I'm not giving this back to you. <laughs> this sounds really good. And I don't want to risk it being a one-off. So I'm just keeping this one. Right. Because every mic, it could be one of those <laughs> things. There's a slight difference that it has. There is. There is. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get a good one, mm-hmm. but I don't understand yet why. As the owner of a Motu MK4, which Adam has and I have, and you have a similar one as far as how the software works, why you would choose the Roadcaster box over the Motu. Right. I'm still looking for a reason. No, I, I think the Motu still does more. Like the stupid thing that I was complaining about at the beginning of the show, the Matrix, which is basically all the inputs and all the outputs, and you get to decide digitally by clicking checkboxes what talks to what yes um, where everything routes there's nothing else out there like this and there's and stuff on the, the mochu that we're still not even using. i've never even turned on a live leveler or anything like that yeah. which that's i'm running built it right in. now yeah you know it's amazing stuff and i love the gear well I, and the thing that the motu do is you know adam's saying well yes the the new version two of the road box has dual usbs and you can have two different mix minuses which is great which on the I moto have. you can have 24 mix minus right you can have a whole literally lot of mix nothing minuses. else exists that does this well and i but know you, he was jazzed that hey i could talk to dvorak without it going out in the stream but i could still be connected to the stream and i'm like the moto can yeah. do that too always been able to do that for years yeah you just gotta you gotta hook it up well you have to yeah. do the registry hack on those boxes in order right. to get that but but it is an official registry hack it yes. came from motu yes yes and and the only reason i get it from you is because that's easier for me than trying to search it down on the motu website they don't make to, it easy to they find. don't make it easy to find at all yeah and i'm i'm thinking they're just kind of dumb because podcasters would find that capability to be yeah mind-blowing well, it's not just podcasters it's for live audio I mean, for podcasters, you're, you're talking about recording the podcast, not listening, but right. for anybody that does streaming, I mean, look at all these people making millions off YouTube and Twitch and stuff. They need this all the time because quite often they have multiple guests on at the same time. And so each guest has to have their own mix minus coming in. Uh, otherwise, you're going to hear yourself or at least half the people will hear themselves. Right. Bouncing. So. Back. So, yeah. And so software products like what we were trying for video, uh, StreamYard does this in software themselves. So you can have 10 people on there and each of the 10 people only hears the other nine. But that's a service and it's not a, it's 50 bucks a month. It's not a cheap service that uh, in fact, it's more than Adobe. Yeah, well, it adds up very quickly, which reminds me I have to cancel it because I'm still paying for it. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I'm going to cancel it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's ways to do it other than the Motu, but the Motu does all of that in hardware. Yeah, the Noah Jenna Millennial said he picked up what you've got. The That is the Motu AVB. Ultra? Yeah, the AVB. AVB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, that's the, and and this is the other crazy thing. They're not available right now. Uh huh. They they stopped manufacturing them. I think seven months ago or something because you know factory in China couldn't do it or some shit. Are they working and, in conjunction with the road people to sell these boxes? I know, right? <laughs> because- and uh, uh, my my co-host on Sir Gene speaks. Uh, dude named Ben. Named Ben. Dude named Ben. Named Ben. Yep. He's been trying to buy one, and he says the. The only availability right now is on eBay for used boxes, and they're selling for higher than new box price. Yeah, nobody wants a used box. Yeah, and exactly right. Uh, for you, and so they are. He reached out to the company, finally got a hold of somebody there, and the guy said, "There, yeah, I I can't promise you anything. All I can tell you is we don't have any shipments going out from here until next year." Wow next year still to so next year six months plus so they will not have had any manufactured for a year basically the one thing that the and road has considered a current product line well you're right because they're still technically making it they're going to say yeah. it's a supply chain yeah. chip or something yeah. like that i'm sure mm-hmm. but somehow road is getting the stuff but uh the one thing they do have and i'd be curious to know from the Podfather Adam Curry, if he, I know he listens to the show every now and then. How the Apex addition to that works because I have the physical, and you said you have one sitting yeah. around. Uh, it's dead. The, the big bottom, the yeah. oral exciter, and I love the yep. way that sounds. Now, if that adds that exact same functionality, that is one it thing the Moto does. doesn't have. I've, I so I've I've played with the first version of it, and I don't know if they've changed it for the second version. In the first version, it does have the, those functions. But they're all sort of preset to the light setting. So that you so don't have the minimal dial in. big bottom, minimal, yeah. Oh, we want minim- more big bottom. Well, I guess if you're looking for a big bottom box, that's fine. But um, they're not as uh, apparent and obvious and as extreme as your configuration, for example. And if you want, here, why don't you do this right now? disable the the big bottom and the expander and let the people hear what you actually sound like well they've heard with that because for a long time i didn't have this hooked up but if we can turn this off mid-sentence here you'll hear there is a little bit of a difference in the audio between that and uh the tweaking would also be a little bit different on the eq if you wanted to Mm -hmm. uh, you know they Mm -hmm. all work in conjunction so if you turn off the eq this is what you get which is now it sounds like i get a lot more quiet this is is the real darren you guys by the way and i'm running with no processing right now this is the natural smooth soft voice coming out of me you are lying you are lying i tell you i have no processing this is straight straight voice gene's got 18 boxes and they're like uh bandrew has all the uh all the great gear running it through a whole box after box to do the massaging to make the audio sound just perfect I have no room for any boxes here. <laughs> yeah, I think you should have I'll a little up. extra when the Mac Mini comes in. Then that'll save you some room, and it's mainly for doing the live streams. Yeah, because again, when you're doing the processing, all not all, but a lot of this stuff is built in to things like Adobe. Yeah, Audition. it's even in, even in the Audacity, the free one. Yes, a lot of this stuff is built in. And it makes everything so. So there's no reason why your podcast has to sound like crap. If you can't afford the gear right out of the box to make it sound good live, you do a little bit of process, but don't do a lot of processing because there's nothing worse 
than sounding like a cell phone underwater, which is what happens when you start uh, adding any of these filters. That's one thing I've learned through a lot of trial and error is no matter what you're doing, whether it's a noise reduction, whether it's an anti reverb, you want to do the least amount possible. You don't even want to take away all of what you're trying to get out most of the time because it'll usually start sounding a little bit artificial, but you just want to lower the bad yeah, stuff. That's true. But the best thing for podcasts everybody should do is there you go. Separate the voices. Yeah. Well, that is that. And uh, the Noah here, Gen- that's what all the kids like. The Noah Jenna millennial says, tell Gene, I have a Python script that allows me to control the Motu internet interface with a USB mixer. That's nice. Kind of interesting. Which mixer? Yeah. Which mixer? So you can basically, make it into a physics so this is the perfect thing then you make it mm-hmm. into the physical you have the faders if you want that yeah yeah because yeah. that's i don't mind the faders on the ipad because then you know i i like the touch surface but but i do have a physical mixer that i happen to not use yeah i do too i've got a nice allen and Heath that's usb mixer the podfather gear mixer whatever that is uh that's what the answer was yes so it must be the one that Adam has on his page for uh, Podfather gear, whichever the mixer is. Well, I have the one that Adam used to use, uh, which is the the Bering, Beringer, Behringer, whatever. Yeah, Behringer, I guess. Uh, motorized mixer. So all the sliders actually move on the physical panel when they're changed on the digital side. That sounds fancy. And the problem with it is that the motors that move the sliders make noise. <laughs> no, I wish it was that. They're super fast. So you, what you hear is what sounds like metal slamming into metal. Oh, well, that's even better. It's like, thuck, 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 you know, when you move them around. He says, so it's I like- got this because Adam had it and I thought, well, that's kind of cool. He's a pro. I'm a pro wannabe. <laughs> right. So I, I kind of, I figured I'd get it. And then about, I don't know, six months later like yeah i got rid of it made too much noise i'm like yeah no shit man i'm surprised how you were using it <laughs> it's the the one uh he has is the icon eye control midi mixer. oh yeah i have that too yeah i got that one really cool okay well then i definitely want to get that python script because uh i do have that mixer as well and that would be fun to play with yeah hop that over to gene over on uh no agenda social yeah did you see taylor swift's engaged i mean that I found uh, out you're heartbroken now <laughs> no, or, or, uh, uh, what, what is my email? It's uh, gene at sir What is my email? That's always, I don't email myself. How the hell would I know? You are so old. I don't know what the problem is. Like, you know what my email is. Um, I send it to you every day, but it's in the system. So I couldn't remember <laughs> exactly what it was. Exactly. But sir, AJ over on no agenda social posted that the link to the article that Taylor Swift was engaged and his mm. comment was, It'll be okay, Darren O'Neill. You're nice. too good for her anyway. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And I, I, mean, yes. I, I told my so wife who, that. Who's the, who's the lucky lady? Uh, it's a guy. It's some actor. What? British no. guy. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, British guy. Okay. So it's, he's close. close. Right. Thank you Got for it. offending all Not British much men. difference. Um, hey, every, all, everybody knows <laughs> British men are all gay. I told my wife what he posted and she just laughed. I'm like, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it's always good to get her after the first marriage anyway. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you, know you know, she's going to be a lot poorer after the first one. No, I, well, yeah, because this he's rich, too. So they probably can you imagine the prenups involved when uh, 
the both people come are coming from a uh I think it's actually easier if both people are rich. I guess because you don't care. It's no, because you absolutely care, but you have staff to take care of that stuff. Yeah, and you have so much money on your own that you don't. Re- you know, it's like yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. typically what they do is they look at the actual amount of money that each person has, and that's the guaranteed money you're going to walk away with, and then the money that's earned during the course of the marriage. There's some kind of formula that'll be put together for an equitable split of that, and then they'll have a. a clause in there for losses and they'll have a clause in there for shitting on your bed and blaming it on oh, your the dog. Amber heard cause clause oh, oh is that yes i guess that would be the name i forgot <laughs> about that you're a lawyer i would uh you know i'm okay i'm okay with a, a divorcee taylor she'll be way easier to get as a divorcee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what's your wife say about that just biding my time the, the same <laughs> thing she said when i was dealing with the playmates like you think you can get that go ahead uh-huh uh-huh there's a certain amount of confidence or insanity to it, but it all works out. <laughs> that's too funny. Wait, you were married when you were doing the playmate thing? Yeah. That's funny. I mean, hey, it was good money. Until, I guess. until the one chick wanted more, and then it was like, you're crazy. Uh-huh. I mean, really, it's unfortunate that that happened just because I believe there would have, you know, there could have been a lot of money. Mm-hmm. involved in that particular uh, scam but uh, mm-hmm. we live and learn as we move on See, if you were really smart you would have just built only fans back then right that would have been exactly it like we need a way of course this was going back to the time where mm-hmm. doing video wasn't really a thing yet you know yeah, for, um, 420 by 320 you know it'd four, be very small the 160 by 320 or something the ability yeah. to easily take money wasn't there because i mean i don't even know you know, I think there were like P.O. boxes and stuff involved. You know, this was mm-hmm. this was early on. Things have gotten mm-hmm. so much easier with all of these subscription services for everything. Yeah. I think so. But of course, all these companies are taking money. But with that said, as long as you know what that is and you build that in, it's everything's a scam. I mean, selling stuff on hey, eBay is a scam. You know, our girl uh, room seems to be pretty handy right about now. Well, you see, this is why they're useful trolls. They are useful trolls. Too bad I got banned from there, but um, you can get in the. I got a question for the useful trolls. Anybody know like a good home remedy for tennis elbow? And that means you're in the troll room if you're reading what the trolls are saying. So I'm just saying. But I'm not in the troll room, so I have no idea. That's why I'm asking (laughs) you to ask the trolls to see if anyone has a good remedy for tennis elbow. Uh, Don't play tennis. Well. But I, I had a game I had to play, so now like I'm a little sore in the elbow, and it's been about a week, and it's not going away. Let me ask you this. Do you use Sir Cal's balms and salves? No. Sir Cal over at Lavender Blossoms, lavenderblossoms.org. I've never gotten a free shipment from him, no. Well, see, if you would talk about his uh, product on your podcast, he Sir might. Sir Cal's product from yeah. Sir Cal's Bombs and Lotion. Lavender Blossoms. Lavender Blossoms. Yes, dot org. Uh-huh. And he's never sent a free sample to us, but we have ordered from him a couple of times and he's loaded up uh-huh. the boxes. So uh, nice. I would I would order up some yeah, of the, uh, the THC and he has THC and uh, um, no, the, the THC is the new one. The original yeah. with the CBD. But he's now yeah. got CBD and THC bombs and stuff, which allegedly do a fantastic mm-hmm. job. You know, I started my mom on him because she was having I a lot would of imagine. Problems. I mean, I, I've heard that is the case from a number of people. And um, 
but I'm actually more, I guess, asking about a solution rather than a pain removal. You mean get better at playing so you don't get hurt, like or a training program? <laughs> That's or... an asshole. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh huh. I thought that was the system here. I thought that was <laughs> the. Uh, you know that what's the funny insult sir gene podcast yes the well this is what i'm telling you after doing a few more grumpy old bands people are like mm-hmm. wow you guys really have a great chemistry it's like we just fucking tell each other off all show long mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> it's like that's the chemistry hate seething hatred is, yeah is what people want in a podcast uh well i keep i keep waiting for the next time you have covid so i can invite uh ryan to come and fill in that would be a good idea. Show. See, this would be, if that happens, then you fill in on Wednesday for Grumpy Old Ben's and he fills in Friday mm-hmm. for unrelenting and you guys have a kumbaya thing. And DigiGuru suggest don't jerk off so much as a remedy. <laughs> the helpful yes. trolls. Thank yes. you, Digi. Mel- Although maybe if I would be jerking off more than my elbow would be more useful right. when I you actually went to up. play tennis. Right. That's it. You yeah. can build up the strength. Like, hey, Doc, how do I make my elbow I mean, stronger? honestly, at this stage in my life, that's such not a main concern at all. But I mean, if you're really uh, doing the self-pleasuration, uh, I mean, does your hand yeah. even really have to move much? I it's, mean, I don't think you got elbow a, movement going. Right. Exactly. It's a, um, there comes a point in a man's life where it's just easier to play video games. <laughs> well, to play video games. And and have a twenty two year old under the desk than right. it is to do anything with your own hands. I yeah. mean, honestly, play it's video like, games and eat pizza. And yeah, when it's when it, like that's easier because you just don't care anymore. It's you know when you've given up when you start wearing Adidas tracksuits. <sighs> <laughs> that was that was about sixty years ago. Yeah, well, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really I wear t shirts and. Uh, and shorts every day i could i could see you sitting there right now in boxers and the wife beater they are it's it's uh very bright orange <laughs> shorts and uh-huh. a michael scott t-shirt that says funny how the turntables uh-huh exactly the other day i was making dinner and my wife's like are your shorts on inside out like, yeah, I guess i don't pay any attention you're like hey you can get an extra couple of days of usage out of them that way right yeah no kidding I mean, I do the laundry, so I'm just trying to make it very, you know, yeah. last a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess when, when Taylor realizes she needs a wife rather than a husband, she can call you up. Hey, I can cook. I can clean. I'm a sex machine. What more do you need? Mm-hmm. Tennis elbow, according to Bully Steed, Dame Bully Steed says tennis elbow, same as swimming elbow. It's a repetitive injury that eventually starts atrophy so uh so how do you fix it yeah how do you fix it dame bully <laughs> steve g needs fixing i mean i don't mind the the little bit of pain that comes with it it's more the idea of like like you know i i want my elbow back yeah well that would be that so it's like long covid you've got like long tennis elbow, <laughs> long tennis elbow. <laughs> like it kind of hurt for a yeah day. I, i'm probably just you haven't stretched it for two years and now i've and i think it's tendons is what it is if i remember right so and it's not you, muscles it's tendon thing and were you going all out too was there a reason why you were like really trying to win or something or what was uh well yeah i was 
playing somebody that was younger than me. So of course I was trying to. Win. Oh, you were trying to keep up. I get it. You didn't want to be like, oh, sorry, Gene. Oh, yeah. I used to play tennis back in the day. You used to do a lot of things back in the day. I did. I remember. I, so I played tennis back when McEnroe played tennis. Oh, uh, in well, fact, which one was angrier? You were McEnroe. <laughs> Uh, I, I think back then, probably McEnroe. Okay. Today, you, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, today, probably me. I don't think McEnroe is very angry anymore. He's calmed down. Well, once you uh, make him enough millions, you can be calmer. Yeah. But that was back in the day with like Bjorn, Bjorn Borg and uh, Martina Navratilova was playing back then. Yeah, tennis was big back then. Yeah. And I, you know, I had like four or five different all white shorts and shirts, outfits. Got, got my adidas my uh uh white socks but did like, you have the long beard then everything's purely white of course i had the long beard i've always had the long beard because I, I don't think i've ever then, seen but the difference is i also had a lot of hair on my head well then and i had right. a sw- sweat band on my head <laughs> but i've never seen band. a professional tennis player with a beard down like halfway down his chest well it wasn't halfway down my chest back then it was about an inch and a half long oh well see that's normal then Mm-hmm. No, it would be harder to play tennis professionally with this easy top beard i think <laughs> yeah probably and the glasses yeah but that would be a cool look if you could pull it off you would definitely get media attention uh-huh uh-huh the unnamed the bad russian. boy of tennis yes yeah the unnamed uh-huh. russian there That's you go right. ivan the tennis player uh-huh i mean learn uh-huh. Well, hear how he overthrew governments down in Costa Rica. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Oh, well, wait, we're not supposed to talk about that yet. It no. hasn't been 30 years yet. Venezuela? Was it somewhere? Maybe. Crank yeah. podcast. Crank podcast. Crank podcast. <laughs> Nobody say nothing. Exactly. This, will, this will all be edited out of the final version. You will hear okay, nothing. Good. Well, I just want to make sure that we're not going to have this version uploaded anywhere. That's all. Nobody listens anyway. No, that's true. That's it's it's a. Hey, so I started putting ads into Surging Speaks. And uh, Bully Steed says yoga before you tell me about that. And so stretching. Okay. Dr. Or, Dame. Or does he mean like watching yoga? Because I did plenty she, of that. Do not misgender it as she. Oh, Dame. Okay. Dr. Dame Bully Steed says stop doing the repetitive motion. For me, I had to change my swimming stroke. Interesting. Uh, higher bar for long distance open water swimming. So you have to adjust. The okay. movement then and how long did it take to not feel like every your, time you like your, your elbow, elbow was gonna fall off every no, time it doesn't you... feel that bad what it feels like is just kind of a more of a loss of strength kind of thing it's a tendon issue so it needs a little rest and then a little bit of uh, yeah i used to have a achilles issue um well those can be painful year, years ago and uh fixed it by buying the best shoes on earth Asics, Crocs, Crocs, <laughs> nice. Yeah. The open toe. Now I have like fifteen different pairs of Crocs in a variety of colors. I've never tried those because I oh, tried a bunch of different comfy. shoes and only the Reebok ever fits right. Yeah, well, the Crocs I guarantee you are going to fit right. Dane uh, Bluestead says it is a tendon issue and it takes longer to heal. So I mean, it may yeah. take a little while. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I'll probably just have to watch it so I don't do repetitive things like washing dishes. Right. Have somebody else do that. Bring the 22-year-old girl in to <clears> do your dishes. <laughs> I mean, they don't, they don't do dishes. <laughs> well, they, they don't even know what, what dishes a dishwasher are. is. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, what's that? 
What does that do? Why is it here? No, no. The dishes is what gets done by, you know, parents. Mm, that's uh, they, they usually, they usually will eat off paper plates or whatever they get at the takeout. Or they're so being, much easier than washing. They're plates. being wined and dined. Yeah, sometimes. But tell me, these ads at Surging Speaks, are they for manscaping products, boner pills? What do we Yeah, got? that's a good question. Good question. No, they're actually promoting other podcasts. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I'm starting to do ads. Technically, there are ads, but they're actually really just cross promotion with other podcasts. Which isn't a bad idea. I know that Meetus um, of the Fun Fact Friday show and Meetus Pod for. There's a lot of people that, you know, interact through no agenda, through the no agenda social who are all podcasters. And I know there's yeah. a repository of a, uh, you know, basically ads that people do for their own shows, but mm-hmm. I just don't know how you do. I mean, I get it if you're doing that with like two or three other shows, but beyond that, mm-hmm. it, how do you do that? Cause it's like, well, there's 50 well, the shows. Reason I started run. doing it is, well, there's two things here. One is, the only audience that let's be face it that we all have is the same people that are no agenda social. So my goal is to expand that audience to people that have never heard of no agenda. And so, um, the reason I started doing the ads is this is a brand new thing that is on Buzzsprout, which is the hosting company I use. Oh, so they're actually facilitating. They're, they're this. the ones that are facilitating the cross promotion of the podcast. Yes. It's a good idea. I mean, they have a lot of customers doing podcasts, right? And how are they doing this? And then how are you guaranteed somebody else is running yours? And how do you know that your show doesn't have 10 million listeners and you're running an ad for somebody that has three listeners? Yeah, well, it's that's because I have three and, and I'm <laughs> running the ads for people that have 10 million. But uh, I don't have no idea. It's a brand new thing that just started. So I'm, I'm willing and interested to participate and see if anything goes anywhere, if if. All of a sudden, if I start spiking, that's pretty, pretty good indicator that my ads are working. But if I don't, then okay, I guess that was an experiment worth doing. Um, and so there's literally one ad in the middle of the podcast somewhere that is for another podcast in the middle. Wait, wait, do you put it in yourself or is this? No, they put it in for you. Oh, that sucks. Well, but they, they don't just stick it in the middle of cutting off somebody speaking They're They're putting it into a pause, but. It may not be the pause you yourself would choose to put it into. So it's uh, the the good thing is it's automated. I don't have to think about it. The bad part is oh, you're yeah. absolutely right. Is that if I was doing it, I would probably do it at a segment break where they're just going to look for a long pause. Right. That the, yeah. And since I run the algorithm on my podcast before uploading, that removes all long pauses and makes every pause half a second. Right. There's very little. It's going to be really hard for them to find a natural break. You know, with that said, you could just put the longest pause of the show like halfway I, through purpose. and true. try to make it into an ad break. Although, did- you know, I wonder if that works. I'm going to test it. So on the next episode, I think probably an hour in, we'll just like. Maybe we'll even talk about, let's see if this works and then not talk for 15 seconds. That may be too long. Let's say, in. let's say five seconds. That would still be longer than anything else. And you then see, uh, see if that's where they stick it. I my guess is yes. The idea of mid roll ads. Did you run this by Adam? Cause he would tell you you're an idiot for doing it. Uh, don't need to run it by Adam. It's my fucking show. No, I know, but I'm just saying, I, I'm guessing he would hate the concept. 
Well, this is a good way to test whether he still listens or not. <laughs> so he'll be like, Gene, what are you doing? Because if he is listening and he'd bitch about it and I've done it for two episodes and I haven't heard a peep. So he's oh. probably not listening to the podcast anymore. So this is the uh, this is the test. You're like, uh, you didn't mention you. Have you noticed something? Mm-hmm. You're like the wife that's like, did you, did you notice anything different after she comes yeah. home and had her hair completely different? Like, you know, anything different, Gene? I don't understand that because I've always noticed I, I noticed any change and deviation from the norm on anyone's appearance it seems like why wouldn't you notice it's pretty obvious because people aren't paying attention uh, i don't understand i would guess people but how do you not notice change the most obvious thing to notice you mean it's like harder to notice a lack of change like you've gone from jet black hair to bleach blonde like nobody's like no, you look a little different. I can't quite if put you've my got finger different on nail polish on. I'll fucking notice that. I mean, if I have nail polish on, you would notice that. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, if you put different ones on next time. Yeah. And if we have a camera running. Right. That helps. Yeah. Because I just don't think that that pale moonlight really worked well for your skin type. Uh, probably not. It's not really a great browser anymore. Either pale moon. Mm-hmm. Still out there. But I'm uh, sure it is. You know. That's the beauty of the internet. And do we have any? Do you, do we have any people you need to thank for anything? Yes, and uh, Dame Bullisteed also said her husband says dishes are a waste of the twenty-year-old. So see, he agrees with you. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. agrees. Yeah, exactly. That's not the one that twenty-year-olds for. But we are a value for value podcast, which means we put these shows out there. This is our thirty-third show, and you get to decide if you're getting any value out of it whatsoever. And if so, you thirty-third show that's worth at least three hundred dollars. You would think so, but no. But uh, you put a value on it. You come over to unrelenting.show slash donate and all the information is there. But our number one donor today, thanks to the magic of Satoshi's, is the nom de plume of uh, Rose Frog. Never heard Rose Frog before, but they have, as I mentioned, sent in 315,000 Satoshis during the show today, which is like $66.76. Yeah, that's a hell of an amount. So it's like 33 bucks for each of us, which is absolutely is, a beautiful thing on show 33. That Well, definitely, definitely very cool. Appreciate it. And I um, like that it's the number one is coming in through the new technology. I mean, so it is a proof mm-hmm. of concept. New podcast apps. It, it almost feels like people are getting rid of their stats because they know they're going to be worth less next week. They're watching the uh, right. You're watching the Bitcoin arc go down, down, like, man, down. I better get rid of these before they're worthless completely. And there's something to be said. So I mean, just send all your Bitcoin to us. Send all your stats to lose us. excess unnecessary Bitcoin. You can well feel free to use our address. We will store it for you until um, or us. It goes back up. But Bitcoin today. Mm-hmm. 19,364. So still hovering underneath the $20,000 mark. And it was a high of 69. So 70, it's lost 50,000. Yeah, sure has. Per coin. Like I said, I've, I've got, it's like literally the same value sitting in my Satoshi thing here that I've had forever. And, and it's, I keep getting more in there, but it keeps going down. So. And you keep getting them and you just keep letting them go up. And up, I've never taken and anything out of there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know the where Bitcoin's going. I'm not sure, but it'll be fun to watch. Coming in with a normal PayPal donation, if that is normal. Mm-hmm. Our new buddy, and I know you're getting him on the show at some point, Sir Joshua again. Oh my God, Josh. Josh, you need to stop. 2625 
Sir Stop Joshua. money. The historian, keeper of the historical record says again, yes, thanks he, for the great he show. Is, he has become a sir recently. I know that. Yeah. Unrelenting is my new drinking buddy. And he did uh, message me the other day that he just listened to random thoughts for the first time. And is oh, a fan. Nice. So yeah. there's a lot of random thoughts you can listen to. I mean, there's only 33 episodes of this random thoughts. I think I'm up to like 190 or something like that. Uh-huh. I know we're going for the big 200 there, which will be, uh, which will be fun. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. What am I on? I think I'm on like 77 or 78. For on, Sir Gene uh, Speaks, Gene which Speaks. you can find yeah. it going to it's If you just go to SirGeneSpeaks.com. Right. But if you just go to SirGene.com, you get nothing. You have to go yeah, to podcast. There's no site there. Podcast.SirGene.com. But yeah. thank you, Sir Joshua. He's down in your neck of the woods, and we expect to hear him on. I yeah, I we've been talking about doing well, not with him, but <laughs> <laughs> screw you, Sir Joshua. I, yeah, screw you, Josh. No, I've been talking about doing a meetup for No Agenda, uh, with Ben, dude named Ben, uh, who lives in the same city as Josh. So if that happens, obviously all three of us will be up there. Yeah, I would like to do a meetup here as well and mm-hmm. that'll happen sooner i know somebody started one about 35 minutes or so from here which isn't bad that's not that bad which i, I would definitely have gone to there was one but there was uh, a scheduling so can conflict. you drive or not the wife would drive i mean okay. i can drive you're not you're, are you legally allowed to drive is what i'm asking um yes because i have not had really? to do a driver's test since the uh die thing correct yeah okay and I mean, according to the eye doctor, I mean, you're, I, the vision is still good enough to drive, but with the one eye, it's, it's still not comfortable for me. I mean, I'll drive yeah. around town, like yeah. going five minutes one way or the other to go mm-hmm. pick up something, not a problem, but I really wouldn't want to drive uh, on an expressway or anything like yeah. that. So it's, uh, you know, I feel like an old guy, which, yeah. which kind of makes sense, but the wife would drive, but they did the, the meetup here on a sunday afternoon like before no agenda was going to be over so it's like this is oh harder. you can't go to that it's harder to do you're yeah. working yeah i got art to make and right before mm-hmm. doing the pre-show so i mean i'll eventually put one together out here and do it on a uh you know maybe a tuesday or something so it's less yeah along the uh the scheduling lines but that would be fun that would be a fun thing to you to be out there with all the folks out in austin People come out and meet Sir Well, Gene. it wouldn't be in Austin. I mean, I've done all the meetups in Austin. Um, no, this is up in, uh, in kind of, it's like halfway between Dallas and Fort Worth. Nice. Yeah. Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? Great George Strait song. Uh, it's a little humid, but it's not too bad. I thought about moving there, but I've kind of settled on moving further south. You mean Mexico? Or Maybe. are you going back to Costa Rica? Can you go back to Costa Rica? I think so, because most people that I was there hanging out with are in prison right now. But <laughs> nobody would recognize you. Um, but I, I need probably to check before I would cross that border. Not a bad idea. I mean, look, two of us back in the 80s or 90s wasn't involved in some government operation to take over a small country right who didn't overthrow a government in the if you didn't throw who? that's right if you didn't overthrow a government uh-huh. in the 80s you were uh-huh. not living in the 80s yeah i mean i'm sure they've removed my picture from the nicaraguan embassy at this point so that should be fine but did you have the beard back then or would you look totally different now 
<clears throat> oh my god you would not recognize me i totally look different no i had no beard i had a full set of hair i was blonde <laughs> See, and i was about right. 100 180 pounds this would be a totally different guy you're fine exactly johnny hipwell all the way up from canada comes in with 999 he says gretzky donation from johnny hey. in canada i'll take it the great I'm a hockey one guy i like hockey oh gretzky was so much fun to watch um uh, i the uh the year of the first desert storm mm-hmm. went to the all-star game here in chicago and dude the guy even i mean it was you could always say with these players like well yeah they're good but that's yeah, because the other teams are slow playing against the best of the best he was still like far and above yeah uh in chicago i mean it was fun watching guys like dennis savard and I, although i haven't watched the current iteration of the blackhawks much what i saw of like an early patrick kane the stuff these guys can do moving around the ice absolutely amazing it's a much yeah i I, i've always enjoyed hockey i I played as a kid and then i stopped playing as a kid because because people kept tackling you and uh well no because uh just coming home with injuries kind of made my mom not want to let me keep playing but see now you got tennis elbow now you're know, getting right? injured in a non-contact sport. <laughs> That'll happen. Uh, Kevin Seifert coming in with his $5 a month. That is very much appreciated. And uh, then we also, I'll thank the folks over on Patreon, but that is the grumpy old Ben's Patreon, which we're going to have to split back into a grumpy old Ben's. And if we need an unrelenting, maybe we need to do that. But yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's not advertise Patreon at all on here and just take, Take it back for Grumpy Old Pens. And uh, so this will be the last time we will be thanking Brian Janak, Stephen McConnell, Dennis Woods, and Manny yep. Shevitz, who just Manny came Shevitz. in after the, uh, the, the we did the surprise Grumpy Old Ben. So I'm guessing he actually came in for Grumpy Old Ben's, but it's all good. Probably. Probably. That will now just be the Grumpy Old Ben's Patreon. And if you want to donate to Unrelenting, donate yep. to Unrelenting. It's yeah. appreciated. And then, you know, the inevitable hot mess breakup of grumpy old ben's version two is probably about seven months away so keep that in mind guys well we want to get to at least episode 200 because that's going to be a big one (laughs) Uh and it's like you know really you want to build up man you get to those numbers you look at no agenda and i'm granted that's a whole different league i mean we're like in single you're literally that divorce couple which just we're staying together nasty massive things to each other and talk about how evil the other person is and how how bad that relationship is and how they're just purely screwing up everybody, all their friends' lives around them by not letting them be doing a live show on no agenda. And then, oh, you, you get back together, everything's all good. Hey, it's bringing the energy that people want. I don't know. Like I said, it's everybody's like, mm-hmm. love the chemistry. I mean, nobody's like, hey, love the chemistry with you and Gene or love the chemistry with you and Larry. They're like, we love the show, but it's with Pembroke, the chemistry word pops up more than anywhere else. And I oh, it's definitely the chemistry that that powers the fireworks that happen when the breakup happens. Right. Which I still don't understand. But, uh, you know, who am I? I mean, I will just which part of that. I don't understand how like a disagreement about something so simplistic. And it's like, I don't have to agree with everything, but it's like, this no, it's is very simple. He ended your show. Right. And you refused to take the show off the air. 
we're on the air. That's the that's the disagreement. Plain and simple. You're like, street. yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. You well, that left. Part, that I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to have a different co-host. I'm that keep part doing was it. different than taking it off and stopping it. So there's two different stages, and it's the stopping it <laughs> stage that I didn't understand because it's uh, literally told you change the fucking name. I've been no, no, I but before that, that before that, episode. before that, before that even happened, the whole stopping of the show is what I don't understand. Yeah. The rest of it I get. Because it once that uh-huh. like a good Amber Heard Johnny uh, Depp breakup, yeah, exactly. Once the breakup happens, then everybody's a dick because that's the way it works. Uh huh. But it was before I. Re- it's like so we disagreed on what happened with Harry Hamster and uh, I, why? Why not? Why not have a disagreement? It's fine to have a disagreement. I'm sure every uh, relationship has disagreements, and then you work and just yeah have the argument, and then you move you on. Can't go against your co-host on the air you certainly can we do it all the time no that's different no you can't you can't take something that they're serious about and then make a big joke out of it and push back because that's exactly the end result is somebody says well fuck you i'm not going to do this anymore and that's what (laughs) happened it's like no and it's totally legitimate I, i understand completely what in his personality didn't like about this particular thing in your personality because you just take everything as a big joke that's probably so, true yeah it is yeah that's what i've noticed and i i'm fine with it because i'm just not serious about anything we do because we're having um, fun yeah and then it's uh it's an interesting way to spend the morning recording the show i mean but, what else would you be doing obviously there's no 20 let's or say, 22 let's year say old there that there was some kind of a uh an actual disagreement about i don't know like um uh, well, I want to use all the money coming in to buy ads on, on, on some much bigger podcast show by making a big donation to them. And you're like, like, I want to use that. all the money. I want to use that money to pay. F- <laughs> no, I want to use that money to pay for all the software that we're not using because we decided to go a different direction. Right. And you're like, well, no, let's use it for this. So that would be what I would describe as a serious disagreement, not a joking thing. And it's that kind of thing that makes people stop working together. I guess. And I think sense. that's where you guys ran into is is just he was serious you were joking and clearly he'd had enough of this bullshit and uh said okay well i'm out of here and you said okay i'll I'll just replace you and that didn't exactly make him happy either (laughs) i mean look i come on as a uh a guest on your show before but then when it was like oh gonna be on next week again and the week after that you're like like, yes uh, i do uh, i would love to be on hey well i would love to be on because i Honestly, doing a pod like a solo podcast, like Sir Gene used to be, or like uh, your uh, random uh, thoughts, random thoughts, exactly, which I used to listen to. It's a beautiful um, show. You should listen every week. Don't have time every Wednesday. Look, as soon as I don't have a job again, I'll start listening. I promise. Okay, that's fair. But then you can't and, donate. I'd rather you have a job. Don't <laughs> listen, but donate. <laughs> I see. Okay. And yeah, so on. Uh, I I get tired of just doing a solo podcast it's not interesting to me i enjoy conversation way more than i enjoy just talking i would agree and 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 so you know yeah if if you're inviting me to come on every week yeah i'll fucking come on every week sure but i also probably starting with the second week we did it said so you probably should change the name because you know you're making them feel bad 
And well, you bought like, him a light well, and nice sushi lunch, or your buddy bought him a nice my, sushi. My lunch. My buddy bought, yeah, both of us a very nice sushi lunch. That is absolutely true. Has nothing at all to do with you. That was like but an yes. egg, but, but yeah, but it had nothing to do with you either because your buddy paid. Couldn't it just be a nice exit strategy? To have my buddy pay for lunch? Yeah, it could be like a what do you call it when you leave a job well, look, and they give the you a nice severance of the package. lunch is. I have nothing against Memrose. That was the point oh, of the wait, That's is, not what you've told me all along. I'm perfectly fine with him <laughs> until he took my show off the air. Oh, yeah. Like that, was- that is just him lashing out at you through something that punished me. I will hurt everyone is, you love. Which, exactly. Which is that's just bullshit. I mean, I just think. Like, I'm happy to have him on as a guest. I'm happy to have him on as a co-host. But if he thought about it a little more now that he's doing a show with you again, that was just bullshit because he's just fucking with my show at that point. So um, we all just get along. Yeah. So that made me realize No Agenda Network is not the place we need to be. We are everywhere. uh, YouTube is the place we need to be. Uh, and, And that worked out really well. I know. Well, I mean, I think we do, although there are, I, the more I look, there are people that are doing the YouTube thing without the full video and all that. Yeah, so there's there, still there are uh, definitely people doing that. We will figure that out. I think my, my bottom line for this is that there's a high, a much higher chance probability, whatever of success on YouTube with non-political content than political content. Oh, there's no doubt. Cause political on youtube they freak out and like oh my god he said ukraine gotta shut him down unless unless you got a machine like uh you know tim pool or ben uh what's his face that is like a full production machine to generate this content i think it's really hard to have a little tiny small but political show on youtube that anybody at all sees yeah it's just never going to get promoted it's never going to get pushed up in the algorithms um so what does get pushed up are short cute funny things like cats <laughs> we are so neither short nor cute nor funny. yeah <laughs> it's uh even if we were we're still not cats that's true that's that's the important part of this the important piece so consequently i think um it's gonna be less important to do it on youtube i'm happy doing this show uh on as purely a podcast format and uh you know the getting advice on tennis elbow is certainly a good thing live by having a show, live yes. audience dave so good, steed yeah exactly so and that's I guess a good it could, thing it could very easily be uploaded as well just with the solid background now that i've realized how easy it is to generate transcripts and then do it's the chapters easy, which yeah. i haven't started doing the chapters here yet but uh Mm. i've just stopped doing them for for gene speaks it's too much work now. the chapters yeah you know and i'm yet to see any reason except for comic strip blogger bitching about shows that don't have chapters i've never mm-hmm. heard from any other person that said they really wanted them when they weren't there yeah. i've never heard from anybody saying oh wow glad you added these these are so helpful i'm not well, really i mean they sure are they- nice to have i just but do I you think need- from a balance between what, how long it takes to make chat, because here's what I found for when I was doing them religiously on Sergene Speaks, where every topic I covered had its own chapter, and its own little picture on there popping up. I would record 
about an hour, hour 15 for the uh, episodes of just me speaking. And then I would spend at least half an hour getting the chapters set up because I have to find all the breaks between topics. And then I would have to find pictures that related to that particular item. Well, I would never do pictures. And, uh, well, that's the biggest part of the, I think the biggest pro of the chapters is that the image on the screen changes as you change topics. But who's watching the screen when listening to a podcast? I think most people are. I don't think anybody is. Mm. People can vote on that one because I'd be curious. Uh, There's a lot of this stuff I'm curious as far as how people would use them. Just like if now shows like this, that are very open-ended and we're not going topic to topic. Yeah, we don't have topics here chapters well we have topics but they interweave it back and forth so the chapters planned right of topics yeah right there's nothing planned but now here's the thing if you generate which is easy to do now the transcript as a subtitle form so you can then go find that bit of the audio the only thing i found mm-hmm. helpful with chapters would be to go back and listen to another segment again mm-hmm. which having the transcript I think would make that a hundred times easier to go exactly back to where you want. They're like, Oh, when Gene said, uh, unrelenting, whatever, then you can find it. And mm-hmm. to me, it seems like the transcripts would actually be more helpful than the chapter than anything I else. Think transcripts are helpful. Chapters are helpful. Images are helpful. All this stuff is good. It's just that it takes time to do. And you know, obviously big shows like uh, No Agenda that simply have a guy doing this for them. Well, so it's crowdsourced. I think he has, a you know, a crowdsourced helping well, thing to do is, that. Yeah, I think it's crowdsourced, but also he's getting a percentage of the sats coming in. Which so is when they got their thousand dollars worth of sats, he got like 50 bucks worth of sats. Well, that, yeah, and that's for uh, the different show. That was the thousand came in for podcasting 2.0, not for. Oh, well, yeah, no then he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it but was either no way, agenda, yes. then he, yeah. You would so, be getting your percentage, so and that's the, here, fair. Is it, though? You know, if you're doing work on the show to get a split to do anything, you know, I think that's fair mm, in order to do that. that. You know, I think there's, if you have somebody doing work on the show on a show-by-show basis. It should never be percentage, though. You, you think you should just get a flat fee no matter what? Yeah, I think so. Well, this is where, the problem with this is, when shows are little and making no money, you, you want to give somebody a split because uh-huh. it's it's like, yeah. It's, hey, you can have a penny off of my two cents. Yeah, and Dreb Scott offered to do stuff for all uh-huh. of my shows. And I'm like, uh, it's probably not going to be worth it to you. And he didn't yeah. really seem to care. Yeah. But I'm like, you don't understand. I mean, as far as the streaming It'll Satoshis. never make any money, dude. Right. And it's yeah. like, then I would feel bad if you're doing work and we're not yeah. paying you anything. Yeah. And then you get, exactly. so, so then say you do start getting, you know, a million bucks coming in and this guy's yeah. now making, you know, 50,000 a year to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's then you're getting problem. mad the other way. Like, well, now, now you're getting too much. Well, and that's exactly what happens that I've seen this over and over for decades. This, this experience of somebody starting off by simply, oh, I'm happy to do a favor. And then you're like, well, I, you know, I mean, I'd love give to you look, I can't really company. pay you, but I'll give you something right? right stock in the company. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, and then the numbers do go to where now you're like, Jesus, he's doing like five hours of work a week and, and making 50 grand a year. A That's not thing. right. Right. We, we can hire somebody for cheaper to do this. It's all the trade-off. 
It is all yeah, a trade-off. It's, it's always a trade-off. So I, I think the, the way to do it is to just not do it until you can afford to do it. And it's not, I mean, the, the, now that we have transcripts, the chapters are way easier for me because then I just scan through, you know, you can very easily skip five or 10 minutes at now, a time. In what the, are you using for transcripts? Because I was using Descript until it stopped working, which by the way, I have not installed or tested Descript yet to see if oh, on your new the machine. New configure configuration, if that bug still persists or not. It would be interesting to know. I'm using Adobe Audition then to record, but I'm using Adobe Premiere to do the transcripts, which all you do is you oh, drag the wave right. file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you mm-hmm. can drag multiple wave files in as well. So you can actually have it very easily. You don't so even come full circle. This uh-huh. is how stupid Adobe is. Yes. And then they it's have like, but we're using transcription it. <laughs> on their video app, but not their audio app. Because they don't understand that it's useful in the audio app yet. Uh-huh. They haven't caught up with the fact that podcasts are doing transcripts and all of this yeah. stuff. So they figure, oh, if you're doing audio, you don't need that. But oh, you can just it's part of the same program, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because you just have to install something else to drag the WAV file into, and then it'll give you everything you want. Yeah. And it does a really good job. That's nuts. And Maybe I'll install that one these days. Since I'm paying for it anyway. Yeah. It just works and it's quick and it's easy. It's part of the workflow now. So really here's the reality. Since yeah. I have to drag the WAV file of the yeah. show into yeah. premiere to generate the transcripts. Yeah. Why not just add, the logo render it as a video then upload it to youtube it's you're already got the that's audio. literally it right there yeah and you have the transcripts right in youtube yeah yeah it's a beautiful totally. thing and just wait till youtube comes out with a hey upload an audio file and we'll make a video for you based on the words in the audio we'll pull images wouldn't that be awesome they'll do it I mean, this is very easy shit to do with uh, any kind of AI system the AI will be figuring it out yeah and they own Google which owns really wow. everything they, yeah they have access to a lot of in, images, images and information and video clips and all kinds of crap so it'd be a no-brainer for them based on the content uh and context that's why you need the ai of the transcript to be able to assemble a video that kind of goes along with it and oh, look a ukrainian flag right <laughs> well support ukraine that would be all uh-huh. on all the videos uh-huh. the whole all the time the video yeah now before we wrap up i want to know have you been watching the show on hulu the bear no because i thought it was a really good show the ending was questionable and talking about anything in the show Mm -hmm. you know the ending would um you know talking about that would be multiple spoiler problems but uh i was really surprised that uh, at the end because we talked about it on planet rage with larry even brought a little clip but at the Mm -hmm. end of no agenda yesterday Adam's like, hey, John, you've been watching The Bear on Hulu. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, this thing's getting around. Hmm. And, and he highly recommended it to uh, Dvorak. So I'm going to highly recommend it really? to you. What's it about? It is, have you ever watched Shameless on uh, on uh, Showtime? No, it doesn't appeal to me. The, the one kid that pl- was in Shameless as the older brother plays the lead in this as a guy who is a ultimate chef i mean they overplayed it but that's Mm -hmm. what they do in fiction but you know he was allegedly like the top chef in the world like 22 years old kind of a thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and his brother who was running a fledgling chicago italian beef stand kills himself 
Okay. So he comes back to Chicago to try to run this Italian beef joint. And that's what this is about. It's only four hours, like in total, because it's half hour episodes and only eight episodes. But it is very gritty, very, you know, based in the kitchen. They almost never leave the kitchen. So it's a. Ooh, that does sound good. And the, 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 uh, the cooking scenes are really just just short of food porn because I think the absolute best food porn TV show that's ever been done is Hannibal. <laughs> You're a sick man. Not at all. But I will say I was like, uh, after watching this, I was like, I really need an Italian beef. I got to go. get. I, mean, I really want mm-hmm. one because you watched enough of this, you should, but it, you should get one. I did. I went the other day with the wife. And how, how'd that go? It was great. I love a good Italian beef. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. have them every day or you die. And by, you know, but uh, <laughs> a really good show. I mean, it was very much kitchen confidential kind of the way they interact in the kitchen, which is sad because they interviewed the guy that played the lead. And he's like, right. I talked to a bunch of people in kitchens and he's like, this is the way it was like mm-hmm. up to, you know, maybe five or 10 years ago. Now it's, I guess, a kinder, gentler kitchen. Mm because of all the me too and all this other stuff oh, fuck that shit man but this is this is the real stuff so this that's, is- that's that is very interesting because uh i have somebody that sort of works for me or he's levels below me anyway but um who was on uh one of those kitchen shows oh like one of the go and cook uh on the, the food channel what do they call them uh well gordon ramsay has got a bunch of um uh, yeah, yeah yeah one of these so, where they have contestants and they like yeah top chef. exactly uh, yeah she was on top chef nice yeah that's cool well yeah the the stuff on top chef is just utterly uh crazy stuff kind of like the lego masters but with food so i mean it's i always wanted to do um what, what was that show god damn it now uh, take the, your the b12 one, japanese Gina. one the japanese one the uh, kitchen samurai or whatever what was it called it was um uh i know have, what you're thinking of but i've never watched two contestants it. it was originally a japanese show and you have a secret ingredient and then you have to make a full dinner using the secret ingredient uh you had kitchen stadium what was the show called <laughs> i don't know i never watched it. i watched a lot of top chef but I never yeah. watched like kitchen. Yeah, I know which it's world, but I've never watched we, it. We had a, uh, there was an American version of that. And I think Bobby Iron Chef, the Iron Chef. That's the one. Thank yeah. you, Bully Steed. Yeah, that's very, very good. Uh, yes. Appreciate the, uh, the brain function there. Uh, I always thought it'd be really fun to go on that show. Do you uh, consider yourself a foodie, a good cook, uh, that kind of a thing? Yeah, I consider myself a chef. Well, see, there you go. Then you'll okay. Then you'll love this show. Yeah, you because I really like the show, The Chef, and I like the movie, The Chef, and I kind of figure I, I kind of consider myself a chef. So there was the was the chef. Was that the one with, uh, um, the guy from Swingers that wasn't Vince John Favreau? Yes. <laughs> I bet, I mean, see if John Favreau's listening to this podcast, that was like the biggest insult. Yes, he's been- John, <laughs> if, if you're listening. Don't want, but hey, at least he remembered the swingers, which right. was something that John actually wrote. Yeah, oh, that was fantastic. Started. I mean, really, going back the to my best earlier movie days. ever made. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yeah. one of the most fun buddy movies. It was so realistic. It was so true to life. Like I literally remembered, you know, bits of my youth of 
being right in that movie. Well, that is what we do on this podcast. It's the busting yeah. of balls. It is the back and forth. It is just the witty banter. That, that was made definitely that movie. the Vince Vaughn character. Oh, of course. Except you were just shorter. So you were you were about as short as Favreau. So I'm Favreau, <laughs> but the tall one. And you can be Vince Vaughn, but you're the short one. Uh-huh. It, all, it all works out. Then the, the number of times that I'd be eating breakfast at a, a, at a diner diner with a bunch of stamps on my arms was very true to life i would like uh french toast from the renaissance mm-hmm. babies our little boys all grown up all grown up exactly <laughs> and their vegas scene was great too like i i i did that same exact thing with a uh a buddy of mine years and years and years ago where we wanted to have the old Vegas experience for some reason, not really sure why we decided that was something we wanted because the new Vegas is just too glossy and glitzy and glamorous. Yeah. You wanted to be and real until you old found Vegas out Vegas experience totally sucks. <laughs> yeah. Real is not good. Nobody wants get, real. Don't go to Binion's man. Binion's is not the place to go. Vegas is not selling reality anymore. No, no. You want to go, you want to, you want to be the high roller for one day. Uh, well, you, then you shouldn't go to Vegas at all. This then is true. Go to Reno or someplace where you, your your level of spending would be considered high roller. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't mean you're you're right. I mean, you probably don't even gamble. I mean you're like all of us. Very little, right? For the the average person, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. It's no, no, no. no you know, I no. was a professional poker player for a while. What, okay, what haven't you been a professional at? Not many things. You you kind of jump through a lot of jobs. It seems like you might be in witness protection or something. <laughs> What? What? No. no. What? What's that? Never heard of that. Never, never heard of that. What does KGB witness protection sound like? I don't even know what that means. Crank podcast. There is no such thing as KGB. How many times do I have to tell you that? Well, not anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Watch. You have Hulu, I'm sure. So watch the bear, and we can. I don't uh, have Hulu, but Hulu is easy. All you got to do is just give him a phony email address. So you can watch it for two weeks. Well, obviously Adam has it too, but he can put you on as one of his children. Adam probably pays for it. Of course. I, I just, but then he can I'm just add you. to do the two week trial. Oh, well that makes sense. Or uh, it's allegedly on all the usual sites where you could download it. Well, we don't do that. You are money, I baby. I certainly don't do that. Yeah. That's never. just money, baby. Yeah. Did you yeah, obviously it, a fan too of the, I always, uh, I've always been a fan of, uh, Heather. What the hell's her name? Good old Heather. What's her name? Oh, Heather is, freaking awesome yeah heather graham oh, yeah heather graham is just a cute redhead holy shit she's hot girl next door kind of look to her porn star porn star hot so you watch scrubs then because she was in that uh I, I think i've seen most things she's been she just never really broke out into any kind of real stardom she was always sort of the supporting weird chick on things well yeah when she was in swingers everybody thought she was going to be like the next yeah. sandra bullock or something exactly coming out of that. exactly because she's like oh holy shit yeah that's the you know she's in it for literally only the last 10 minutes but it made it worth it but it made it absolutely and it, and that that sort of a great portrayal in that movie of the male mindset of being preoccupied for like 80 percent of the movie with this girl he left back in jersey uh-huh. who is like his one true love and is now dating somebody and he's just you know just miserable and not doing not participating in life because of that 
And then, uh, literally in a matter of minutes after dancing with a girl once he is walking on air yeah the switch is flipped it completely and this is the male mindset this is how it literally works is that you you will be sucked into a dark black hole because of something that you were unsuccessful when and unsuccessful means you know having a chick leave you and then well, I thought uh, that's usually what you're trying to get to happen. So for a lot of guys, that's a success. Well, like, oh, she's finally gone. Yes. It, that is absolutely true. And if you're paying him, that's definitely what you're trying to get to. And if you're, you're getting like divorced, a, that's definitely what you're trying to get to. But, like I paid for two hours, two hours is up. Would you please yeah, leave now? Would, yeah. You don't need to hang out here. Anymore. Unless you're good at making omelets, please just go. Omelets. Yeah. Really? Is that, is that your after sex food? Omelets? Well, no, but I mean, if it's in the morning after 10 hours, I mean, then you want a little breakfast. You want to stay until the morning? I mean, if you're going for 10 hours, I mean, yeah, then you have uh, some maybe Belgian waffles, a little, uh, little, uh, you're going for 10 hours. You start early, but you don't want them there in the morning. No, it's okay. So we'll we'll be starting at Mm -hmm. (laughs) 6am. That's that's an interesting time for a uh, call girl uh, called Gene 6am. I'd like to, uh, I don't know how you get 10 hours. I don't think any call girl works for 10 hours. Hey, not if you don't keep them satisfied, Gene. Well, that satisfied meaning paying him money every hour yeah i mean don't you get freebies too i mean aren't you no no you don't get extra hours no No such thing as freebies (laughs) well are you oh wait are you the pimp are you the pimp is that what you're getting at that would would, maybe you do get freebies that would be a better uh that would be a better gig that's for sure it's better than podcaster um i think anything's better than podcaster as a gig if we're talking gigs (laughs) yeah you're not wrong that's like the lowest common denominator form of existence is podcaster. We are here to entertain and enlighten and maybe sometimes educate. And when it comes to uh gene, get free medical advice from the, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get that elbow iced for the next episode. You got to be in shape. I don't need to get it iced. I just need to get it working. Put a little ice on, then put a little heat on, then put a little ice and heat on at the same time and see which one wins. It was one of my favorite, uh, although he's not dead, so he's probably still using the line. One of my favorite Stephen Wright lines was, you know, literally every comedian we talk about dies the week after we talk about him. If Stephen Wright dies this week, I'm going to be so bummed. Uh Uh-huh. The uh, the bit of, I bought a humidifier and a dehumidifier. Uh I put him in a room to let him fight it out. Yep. That's pretty good. He used to be funny. I remember him. Well, he was just, he was just like Gallagher. Well, they're they're too much one trick ponies, I think. Yeah, and it, that the whole delivery is kind of what gets worn. Even if you come up with new material, the delivery kind of gets worn out a little bit. Like, how many watermelons can you hit it with a hammer? A lot, if you have enough sledgehammers, I guess. Have you ever gone to one of shows? I have not. I did back in Vegas one year. The only thing we caught in Vegas was Penn and Teller, which was a good show. Oh yeah. Yeah, across the highway. On the yeah, on the Rio? Yeah. The Rio, the hotel, the cheap hotel. Penn brought me up on stage. That was back when I had two oh, good eyes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Why did he do that? The it was the bit where Teller gets into the big trash bag type thing. Oh. And you hold the bag as the thing happens. So it was like Okay. Like, yeah. It was cool. You were a participant. Yeah. Yes. I I actually ended up back in the uh, dressing room uh, with uh, 
color. Hey, now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> you know, Penn and I look a lot alike. <laughs> yeah, Teller and I look nothing like each other. See, that's a little different. But I mean, I, I've posted the picture to No Agenda so, Social. And this yeah. was back when Penn and I were both a little a little heavy. A little heavier, yeah. But really, even this, the height, the same, facial, mm-hmm. very close with the yep. with the little goatee. I mean, the, he may be a long-lost relative. I don't know. The long pinky nail with nail polish on it. Same exact thing. I get it. Right. I'm going to add that to the bit. I could, Then I yeah. can pretend to be Penn. Yeah. We kind of have a similar voice, too, I guess, when it comes down to it. Uh, his is a little more Massachusetts-y. Yeah. Well, I see. I've never been Yours to Massachusetts. Yours is a little more Chicago-y. Yeah. But otherwise, we could yeah. have been separated near birth. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah. So I was wearing clothes that were identical to the uh backstage crew at Penn and Teller. <laughs> is this how you get backstage at places? And uh it just coincidentally. And then I uh I and you was, weren't uh, working as a waiter? Well no, I was there for a performance. Uh a friend of mine was up uh, gonna do a bit with Penn and Teller and for their show, what what's it called? The Fool Us. Me or something. Fool Us. Yeah. yeah, Brian Brushwood was on that Brian show. Brushwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. So that was that that was Brian's show. And uh so I I went and asked somebody where the restrooms were and they told me to go down the hallway and to the left. I went down the hallway and then as I'm going down the hallway I'm realizing this is actually the backstage hallway and it's the crew bathroom. <laughs> nice. And apparently because I looked like a backstage crew when asking for where's the bathroom, I was told where the crew bathroom was, not where the audience bathroom was so you're saying there was a lack of security at the penn and teller mm, show just a wee <laughs> bit and on my way back i'm looking through the doors and uh i kind of saw something that looked interesting so i kind of stuck my head through the door and then as i turn my head i see teller talking to somebody who then looks at me wondering why i just stuck my head into his uh dressing room nice uh i said yeah and then i said break a leg and then I, I, I left. Then you ran. <laughs> I did not run. I don't need to run. Well, no, you're not when you have Sir tennis elbow. never runs with my tennis elbow <laughs> and my Achilles issues that I had back then. Okay, but, mark that. Sir Gene but never runs. But it was runs. a, uh, yeah, never runs. Um, I just shoot back. But there was a, uh, it's always interesting hearing Teller talk because you because- don't associate him with having vocal cords. Right. And he does talk on documentaries oh, yeah, and stuff talks. that you've seen. I mean, yeah. it's not like he's um, a mute. No. Well, and he's the one that really kind of invented their characters. Yes. Oh, he's a really smart guy. Yeah. Well, he he's a Latin. really good magician. He's a good magician and, and he knows Latin, which is a, a very important quality for a magician to have. Just look at Harry Potter. I took two years of Latin. I don't remember much. Domiki fermentum means bring me an alcoholic beverage. That's all I remember. And then I can conjugate sum est est sumest est sunt. That's conjugating in Latin. Pretty good. Yeah. Now, can you do pronouns in Latin for what your pronouns are? No, I don't remember. <laughs> I have to they work not on use that. pronouns in, in Latin? Right. In Latin, they like, if you say no. this is my pronoun, they think they just kill you. I think that's, that's probably a good way to go. It was probably the better way. Yeah. I do not doubt that. Um, so I had a little quote recently that I thought was great. That was my own quote. Uh, Wait, so you said it and you're like, wow, that was very I said profound. It and I really liked it and I wrote it down because it was great. And, uh, and the quote was, um, 
uh, I, it was it was after I was told not to assume somebody's pronouns. And I said, I'm not assuming your pronouns. I'm just observing your sex. I guess. Yeah. It's a true statement. You can look right at somebody and be like this, you know, Hey, maybe you're wrong. Dude sometimes. looks like a lady, right? Maybe you're wrong sometimes, but this is the way the world always works. I mean, it seems way more offensive to me. If you think you have to ask somebody and most people, when you're dealing with somebody that you don't know their name, you know, if you were to come up to me and say, Hey, what time is it? I might be like, Hey, you know, five fish. Now, if you're going to say, you know, maybe you don't use anything at all, but like, mm-hmm. Hey, can I ask you a question? It's like, Oh yes, sir. Or yes, ma'am. Or, you know, mm-hmm. but usually you don't go, Hey, can I ask you a question? You're like, well, wait, what, what pronoun do you use? So I know if I should say yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, or mm-hmm. I mean, nobody does that. You just take it based upon the way they look. And okay, maybe one half of 1% of the population, you're like, oh, uh, sir, ma'am. Yes, sir, ma'am. Uh, what is there, sir, mm-hmm. sir, ma'am, sir. Uh, we're not really sure. I don't think most people work on that uh, level. Um, the level, the lack of assuredness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you just go with uh, if it looks like a guy, you say, sir. If it looks like a lady, you say, ma'am. And, oh, you uh, just don't say, sir, or ma'am. True. But I mean, it's polite. Hey, this you. is also polite, right? This what is are it. yous doing here? Everybody answers to "Hey you." Hey yous, 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 yous. Joe Pesci right. shows up. Uh, what's yeah. it? What's a yout? Yeah, how many youts? Uh huh. But I mean, yeah, I don't understand the. That was a really good legal movie, though. <laughs> wow, my that... cousin Vinny. Yeah, the movie. It's another another one of Sir Gene's picks. I had the bear. You have the, you have the, uh, my cousin Vinny, the Jew bear. That was pretty good too. The bear was, I don't know the Jew bear. That's a different movie. That was from, uh, uh, that bastards movie in world war two. Glory inglorious bastards. Oh, right. Yeah. The Jew bear character. If you want to complain about their pronouns, just let them know. Them's. Them's, 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 them's is good. If you could just not speak clearly at all, nobody will ever accuse you of mispronouncing <laughs> them. Like, what'd you uh, call me? Yeah. Them? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. We're figuring out problems for the world's what, issues right here. What do you here. mean, you? How would you, why are you using you and me? What do you yeah. mean by you people? Yeah. Never say that. That offends everybody when you're what like, what do you people? <laughs> yeah. What do you, you people are always, what do you mean by you people? Well, you're trying to distinguish it from, you know, you not people. Right. I'm just trying to say you're, you're just you're, the people portion of the, you you're obviously people. Mm-hmm. Whatever works. Or maybe not so obviously. Cause you have to say it. Maybe this is a portion of the podcast that nobody understands why the fuck we even bother doing. Cause we're literally like, this is the Seinfeld of podcasts. Well, yeah, but Seinfeld made billions. But but the premise is exactly the same. This is a podcast about nothing. Anonymous in the troll room says, anybody else having trouble hearing them? What do you mean hearing us? What do you mean? Have we been off the air this whole time? What do you mean them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the little green LED bars are going up and down when we speak. Great. Nobody's- so you forgot to push the record button. Well, wait, shit. We're supposed to record these shows. This is the pre-show. Okay. Now we start the show. When do we start the show? Now? Do we start it now? I think we now start it. 
welcome to episode number 34 of unrelenting good to be here what's new <laughs> it's a beautiful day in Chirac. ah it's actually a little warm in austin it is warm here as well it's yeah. been a warm week but i've got two air conditioners so i'm prepared it's been kind of a crazy week we got a lot to talk about this episode yeah and uh where do we even start a good question i know maybe ukraine that <laughs> you trying to get the csb riled up again oh, csb doesn't listen to this come on csb loves listening to our shows i i can't imagine somebody listening to a show made by people that ban them i've never banned csb yes but you banned me i applaud csb <laughs> why are you doing a show with me then crank podcast well there's a difference between listening and doing one in there this is true this uh-huh. is very true. This is the post-show pre-show. Yeah. I don't so know. Did you hear Ukraine won back Snake Island and drove the Russians away? This is uh, the way it's going to be narrated now is every side is going to claim they had victory. Mm. Yes. Yes. It's a hard for, uh, you know, three months worth of battle for Snake Island, but uh, Ukraine prevailed. Anonymous says a refresh fix that way. Well, I guess that can happen with. Uh, with some of the web base. Yes. And then by refresh, he means we finally started the show after doing the pre-show. Right. Or he hit a yeah. five. Oh, or one or the other. It actually yeah. refreshed. Exactly. We did have uh, another uh, donation just come in. So this will be for the next show. Oh, nice. Sir Nubbin. I love Sir Nubbin. Mm-hmm. Coming in with 2625. He was the and one this, that. In, in what format is this donation? This is PayPal. Oh, Nice. But Sir Nubbin almost broke the uh, the sats on the rock and roll pre-show the other day because he really sent like six, seven hundred thousand. And uh, it was a beautiful thing. That's a big donation of sats. Sats, well, which are especially a week or two ago. Point. Yeah. 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 They were worth a lot back then. Not like now. They're going down. So what else down. is going on in Ukraine? Uh, we have a commitment uh, from Germany now to uh to fight russia in uh, as much of ukraine as they're able to get into well let's also not forget now that there's a uh, two new countries coming into nato that's right yes finland finland wants to be invaded and uh sweden apparently wants to get invaded as well now because you know russia is going to invade each and every one of these if well, you that's, join NATO. that's the theory that's the theory i mean honestly if you didn't want to get invaded there's no point in joining nato this is true yeah, and it was only because Ukraine was applying for NATO membership that Russia invaded. Everybody knows that. It is all a scam. It is all a farce. But the good news is Turkey gets to have all their uh, military toys now. Yeah, but they're changing their name, aren't they? Non-Turkey now? They're like Tofurky? They are Tofurky. That is literally their new name now, Tofurky. Which would be fucking hilarious. And they changed it because their name of their country sounded too much like an animal that lives in North America. And I don't understand the problem. So, I mean, we just, whatever their new name is, let's name another yeah. animal that. Let's like well, I, rename. I think Tofurky is literally an animal already. I mean, it's like a fake turkey. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what turkey is now. What kind of errors is it, Pop? Sir Nubbin said he hasn't been able to boost since he sent all those boosts. I mean, you that is odd what do you because he said he was trying breeze are you out of money sir <laughs> right that could be no i don't think that's it have you crashed the economy of yourself it could have crashed whatever uh system of uh, satoshis mm. i guess it all depends what you're using and what their uh the connections are 
because the mm-hmm. the oddity of lightning, which takes a little while to it took a while for me to grasp, which is they are portions of a Bitcoin, but they're being yeah. traded not on the Correct. Bitcoin blockchain, which is how they're much faster than the blockchain, because if you were to send a donation via blockchain and you don't have to do a full Bitcoin, you could do a small sliver of a Bitcoin through blockchain that donation would probably take at least 10 minutes and possibly half an hour and it would probably cost somewhere between 50 cents and 10 bucks for a 10 dollar donation yeah which is bad for the yeah for the fees bitcoin is not made for small increment although these days maybe it would only be five bucks right or three bucks because the but i remember when i first started sending money via bitcoin it was like holy shit this is much higher percentage than paypal right it's definitely like the transaction not fees are horrible on bitcoin but they don't scale so if you do a transaction which is a hundred thousand dollars then it's cheaper it's pretty cheap because it's the same 10 bucks so only only donate the podcast fee. if you can afford to donate ten thousand a hundred thousand at a time <laughs> yeah that's yeah, the- exactly well that's hence the 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 use of sats instead of bitcoin Right, which is why uh, I now understand why people have to fund their nodes because basically what this is doing is moving around parts of Bitcoin mm-hmm. without the blockchain yeah. within a bunch of people who are basically staking their yeah. boxes with lightning. So you're moving stuff around. It's kind of like being in a casino. And if yeah, you want to make this like a casino, if you want to make it into real money, though, then you have to cash out. You have to cash you out do. the lightning. And yes. convert it into Bitcoin, and then you have to you can convert it into cash from there. But that's another part of. The- and there are some places that let you like order things directly with the Sats. But for the, the most part, if you want actual money, money, then your local currency money, then you do have to go through the Bitcoin conversion first. And the Albi add-on, which this is probably great real show content, but I, I digress. The uh, for the Lightning Wallet. So this is a mm-hmm. Lightning wallet and i was surprised because just like satoshi stream you know they're giving you the service so we could do the boostergrams and take money mm-hmm. on all the podcasts alby will give you a lightning address and i don't i can't find anything and nobody's been able to answer this for me what percentage they take because there's always a percentage well you can send yourself money and see what it's true I can, and see what it is um 50 because that is a really easy way to go too, because you can go get yourself a lightning wallet address and it just exists then in your browser. But with that, the having the lightning wallet as a browser extension allows websites to have something in there to, that will notice you have the extension or that, you know, they can Mm -hmm. put a little thing like, Hey, support us through lightning. And you press a button and right in your browser, you can send them Satoshis. So it's a beautiful thing really that you can help support, more than just podcasts with this, they're starting to be rolled out more and more for people. You can use it on, you know, Twitter, like if here's well, my lightning wallet. were definitely needed at least for a while. I don't know if they're still going to be needed. If Bitcoin drops under 10,000. Yes. And anonymous, no, I we're, get we're it. gonna, we're going to go in the opposite direction. But I was just going to say anonymous says that's the most insecure way to store crypto. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely agree, which is why there's like, you know, you're better off bucks keeping it of. under your pillow uh-huh. with lightning, though. I mean, this is a USB it. key. You're going to have it. The lightning is not exactly uh, the most secure ecosystem. Wait, that's how most of my money is stored in lightning yeah. or under the mattress. No, in lightning, because I figured that was 
you know, more liquid. It could be. But I mean, you have your own box, mm. so that's a little safer than doing it in well, a not, I mean, not extension. really. I have my own virtual box. So anybody can steal Sir Gene's lightning. You just have to hack his box. Well, yeah, but it's not physically located here. I mean, I did have my own physical box, but that crashed. And you say you're a dude named Ben. I had I had a Bitcoin node. Yeah, like those aren't hard. Bitcoin node. Raspberry Pi, baby. You can do a full Bitcoin node. Yeah, but mine, mine wasn't a Raspberry Pi one. But um, yeah, so that system died. So I had to rebuild it and, of course, lost that. But this is it. When real Satoshis start coming in, uh, that's become my system now, which is to take them from Satoshis.stream because I cannot spend them from there. Right. So or trust I, them. Well, I mean, I trust them, but if the, the, anything in this ecosystem control. says if they disappear, you know, it's not yeah. that you don't trust them, but if they disappear, then anything that's sitting there is uh, is lost. Mm-hmm. So and they will let you set it up. So anytime you have over 100 mm-hmm. or something in there, that'll automatically send it out, which I have never done. I just oh, I should because it's a pain in the ass to go through and do a lightning uh, mm-hmm. invoice every time. But I take sure. it out and move it to now Albi, which I can use if I want to boostergram other shows. And if it gets to be too much, which is a good uh-huh. thing, I can. I send it in uh, to to Bitcoin to my Bitcoin wallet. There you go. But you still need that middle step because Satoshi's.stream won't let me go directly to a Bitcoin wallet. You need to send the lightning invoice. And then, but once I have the lightning myself, you can, uh, you can send that to a Bitcoin address. Yeah. If only Bitcoin was invented in a way that had the lightning portion built in, but it wasn't. Yeah. Because the lightning portion is there because Bitcoin is so damn inefficient and, and, and expensive. And a lot of the, the Bitcoin people really consider lightning a scam because it's pretending to be on the Bitcoin network. But I mean, really, it's not. It's not. It's just people keeping individual, you know, wallet balances and hoping that things are it's liquid somewhere. <laughs> like at the money, some point, like the money exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you look at the, the money in my Bitcoin thing here. Or my, what do you call it? Uh, Your lightning wallet thingy. That thing, the the deal, the thing in the deal. Whatchamacallit. It looks like it did not open a channel, so that didn't work. Okay. Uh, You know, all the, uh, all the dollar amounts are theoretical until I close the channel. It's not until you get rid of the channel that you actually have. Uh, that money going back into your actual wallet because right now it's just it's a bunch of channels that have a positive balance on the channel on my end all it is. and i will say now this is i did a uh, satoshi stream report for the last seven days so for the last week mm-hmm. for all my shows believe it or not mm-hmm. unrelenting the most satoshis of any of those shows so by this metric unrelenting is my most popular show with fan support i know that then grumpy old ben's believe it or not yeah then the rock and roll pre-show then poor old random thoughts yeah then planet rage then poor old random thoughts Mm -hmm. well i mean this is kind of the most important show you do in the way so it makes sense well it is because it's with you gene it is. And uh, it's a show that touches on the important topics. 
which is what we're watching, what we're eating. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. What we're eating, what kind of buttons on our phones we're pressing. You know, and as much yeah. as we complain about that, every time we start making fun of that, people will inevitably comment either on No Agenda Social or in the troll room, like, no, we like the show. We like the topics. We like what you're doing, mm-hmm. yeah. which is just talking about anything. And I think grumpy old Ben's is going back into more of a strictly text kind or a uh, tech, tech kind of yeah, I noticed that. area, which I like. Yeah. Um, Planet Rage with Larry is kind of an open ended thing, but we try to have a theme where I like this is very this is very much like random thoughts without uh, without the voices in my head just being Elmo. So <laughs> we've added Gene and, and replaced Elmo with Gene. Yeah, and I I would totally agree with you because Sir Gene speaks now that Ben's been a regular is gotten a lot more political, and so this show is the sort of non tech non political show that I do, and it's the most fun, isn't it? The food sometimes is pretty good when I'm doing this show. <laughs> what are you Gene cooking? That's when you need the video portion, like Gene flambeing. Yeah, well, I think so. I we'll see what ends up happening, but. Um, I, the way things are going, I think I'm going to be unemployed probably in about a month. Oh, this gig is coming to an end. Yeah. The gig's coming, which I know people are like, oh my God, no, this is a normal part of life. I, I generally work for only one or two clients a year and I usually have, and they can only, of, they could only last, they can only handle you for they like can only six handle months me for a while. Time. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so when that happens, I'm going to take a month or two off. And I will have a lot more time to do things like cooking and playing video games and, you know, streaming. I'll, I'll get back to streaming on a more regular basis. Um, I have a lot of ideas for both video game and content streaming. I definitely want to get back into it now that the PC has been rebuilt. It's completely ready for that. And I've actually got a second PC that's on standby and I have the Mac that I haven't installed yet that needs to get set up. And having PCs on standby means you are now a truly professional streamer. Yeah, I, I know exactly right. You got to have um, a backup to the backup to the backup. You got to have a backup to the backup, and then finally, again, they're both water cooled, so that's good. Uh, Damn, so got, that helps that in Texas. Going. You you kind of need it, I know exactly. Yeah, twice uh, yesterday, my uh, Western Digital NAS, and I know Western Digital can suck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I have a bad rep. Yeah, sometimes deserved, sometimes not. Yeah, I mean, other stuff overall has been solid for me, but it gave me yeah. the error of. Uh, that the fan wasn't spinning but the temperatures mm. looked okay so i'm like well let me just reboot it and i rebooted mm. it and it gave me the same error again so i went downstairs mm. and i'm like you know i put my hand behind it but i've got literally like six boxes next to each other so it's hard to oh, tell yeah which yeah. one's blowing or what's not so i took a uh one of those little ties like you would have around like bread just a very mm. thin and i put that in the back of one of the holes and it's like I'm like, okay, see, the fans are spinning. Yeah. (laughs) I usually use my finger for that, but yeah. Well, I couldn't, you can't fit it through the little hole. So I just needed something that wasn't going to like smash the, uh, smash the blade the minute made contact with it. Yep. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I had that happen on the motherboard where the fan died. And then I had another one that died on the uh, uh, CPU as well. But the good thing is back in the old days, we'd actually blow out the CPU or, or the chipset on the motherboard or something. If it wasn't cooled properly. Now they all have sensors and auto shot down. Yeah. Throttling. So if the fan dies. They will turn themselves off to prevent destruction. 
Yeah, well, first they'll slow themselves down horribly. Yeah, 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 exactly. And for a lot of people, that's the first sign, like something's gone mm-hmm. horribly wrong. Yeah, if your PC is running unusually slow, check, check your temperatures. Yeah. yeah. Digi Guru says Gene is bringing back the Babe Harem to the Ponderosa. I don't know. Do you have a Babe Harem going on now? Is that, uh, what is that, is that why you need time off from work? You got to bring the Babe Harem back? <laughs> Is this like the Playboy Mansion going on there now? Because uh, I'm coming to Austin then. I want to check this out. Are you? Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been inviting you for a while here. So, yeah, come on down. I mean, I need a private plane, though, because I hate flying commercials. So if anybody out there has yeah. a private plane that can yeah. go. Any of our listeners with a private plane, please let Darren know. Yeah, just offer that. I mean, you can come along too. Yeah. then. I mean, you can hang out with you. I, mean, I, I, I could use a flight to Cyprus on a private plane right now as well. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's like offering. If anybody's offering, no, I don't know. Yeah. If, yeah, but if they, I'm sure if they are, a lot of our listeners are flying back and forth to Cyprus from the U.S. So now, if somebody actually gets in touch with you and has that offer for you, you'll be so. Oh, uh, I, I literally, I like right now. I've got, I could, I've got some business in Cyprus, and I've got a guy in, um, uh, what the hell's the island uh, off the coast of Greece? Um, Theranos. No. no, it starts with Theranos. No, uh, you're, you're thinking of Lesbos, right? Uh, <laughs> Always thinking of Lesbos. Yes, no, yeah, Lesbos as well. No, it's uh, starts with an S. Uh, Crete Greek Island. No, that's not an S. No, it's like uh, uh, what? What is? They got the white billings with the blue tops. Sambuca. That's drink. <laughs> Anyway, people know what I'm talking about. So I got a I got a guy that's there that's like every day sending me photos and inviting me to come out there. You're like, I'm ready. I'll I yeah, except I've got some other stuff I need to take care of. I got a friend's birthday, big big birthday bash I gotta be at. Nice. Komodo I'm Dragon. I'm a busy man, man. I'm a busy man. Komodo Dragon wants to know if we're either of us are familiar with the DEF CON conference. I mean, I'm familiar with what they do there. Yeah, I've never been to I've one. been to DEF CON, not for many years though. Did was, you get I your phone in, hacked when you were there, or you just don't? You're I was smart in enough not to bring in two thousand seven through nine. I think I went for three years. I used to go to Schmookon a lot as well in the two thousands. You are a busy man. See, if you want to meet up with Sir Gene, just wait. There's going to be a Chicago steak meetup once we have more than one oligarch. Yes, yes, more than one oligarch, and we we're going to do a meetup. I'm happy to fly out and do a steak meetup out there, although. It's got to be someplace better than the Ponderosa that Darren suggested. Yeah, I don't want the Ponderosa. Gibson's, baby. I love Gibson's in Oak Brook. You don't have to go downtown. Same good food. You know, going downtown is actually something I'd prefer to do. Well, only if you have full body armor. Yeah, which I do. (laughs) Uh, Did they close the Houston's in downtown? I don't know. Check. That used to be one of my favorite places to hang out in Chicago. Was it just called Houston's? Yeah, it's just called Houston's uh houston's in chicago i used to go to olives all the time in chicago um what else was i oh there was a um didn't go there very often but a few times i went to the church you ever go to the church no it's a dance club no probably not for old people like you though i mean back in the day it was like the limelight and uh let's see houston's yeah it looks like they still exist oh that's good they have three reviews on Yelp. That doesn't lead me to believe they still exist. Uh, Yelpers report this location has closed. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. Yep, there you go. 
That's too bad. That would explain. Um, there's been a lot of restaurants that have closed here as well in Austin. A lot of them surprisingly survived two years of inactivity. I don't understand how somebody, unless you're laundering money, how do you survive two years of inactivity? I don't know. Uh, Santorini booty steed. Uh, Santorini is correct. That is the steed. island. Bing, 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 bing. I said booty steed. That seems like a completely different name and connotation. So I apologize. Uh, yeah. But see, Bully Steed should be on the show because she knows everything well, why that we're she? looking for. That yes. Before yes, we Steed, know it. We're going to replace Darren with you, I think. It'd be a good idea. Less work for yeah. me. Less work. All you got to do is produce it. You don't have to be on the show. Which is like, I, I don't understand <laughs> the, uh, have you ever watched uh, the Daily Tech News show with um, Tom Merritt and uh, Sarah Lane? Leo Laporte. Yeah, his Leo Laporte's mm-hmm. castoffs, mm-hmm. but Roger Chang from Leo's old, you know, group of people yeah. on tech. He's yeah. the one that produces the show, and like the only time you see him's at the beginning, and he's just like, "I'm Roger Chang, I'm producing it." And uh-huh. so then he's obviously the one just like pushing the buttons. It's like you really yep. need somebody to. You fucking assholes can't do this yourself. Nah, they're talent. You yeah. can't expect talent to do production work. See, I believe in a world where talent and production are all done by the same people. Yeah, and that's the world where that just means there's a lack of talent. And that just means it's an ultimate talent because we can spin the plates, we can do everything, we can get it on the stream, we can talk Dude, to the if people. If we in had the troll talent room, on this podcast, we can do the instead show instead of just production. Yeah, we would have an audience that is donating hundreds of dollars, not an audience of donating hundreds of sets, hundreds of millions of dollars. If well, we just need a producer, but no, we have a fucking producer, and that's you. What we don't have is talent. Oh. I guess we should look for some talent. That's a good cold opener right there. But we're, this isn't the show. This is like the post show. No, this is the show. What are you talking about? This is the show. And we did the pre-show. We did the pre-show and the post show. Do we do two shows? <laughs> How many shows is this? I mean, the, this is the good one. This is the one I've been saving all my material for. The, the first one was the pre-show. I thought we did two hours of pre-show to warm up. To be fair, the main recorder is still running. So this could all well, just to be-, be fair. I would use that as a cold opener because it's fucking good. No, the other part was good. The something Market. you said earlier Market. was way better. This no, I'm, better. I'm the producer. I'm going with the original line. The one where you were like, Gene never runs or something like that. Oh, I kind of think we have no talent sounds better. <laughs> anyway, wait, that's too well, on, the nose. On, on that note. I think we're going to wrap things up. Well, if this is going to be included, then yes, let's actually wrap the wrap. This is people are going to be very confused. 